The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Every man has his techniques. And they're all different. They said you're not normal. Don't you sing R&B? I said I got no rhythm and I got no blues. I'm as happy as can be. They said how can you not box to hip hop? I said I most certainly do. Did you not see me dancing the other night like the girls on Channel U? the late night alternative i sound tinny in my ears but you know what i'm going to assume i sound sound fat p-h-a-t and loud and large to the listeners out there my name is ian lee i sold some strawberries on a reality television show known simply as i'm a celebrity get me out of here who you i am Catherine boyle allow it rude boy there we go we've got amy on the phones it's a phoning show unlike any other you can call in about absolutely anything you want and you will get on the air it's as simple as that oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call you'd be very very welcome the big the big news story of the day uh, where's um oh, I, was, I was being all slick there and I've, I've, I've balls this up hang on the big news story of the day and there is no story bigger no story is bigger than this hang on, is it? a mum has blown eight have you read this story no go on the mum who's an addict no have you have you not read the hello 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 
that's better. Um, a mum has blown £8,000 feeding an addiction. What? To what is she addicted? Catherine Boyle, first uh, guess goes to you. It's I'm not going to go for the, the obvious things. No. Booze, drugs, scratchies. I'm going to go for mm -hmm. handbags. Alan, what do you think this mum is addicted to? Keen onion quick. Oh, it's a good guess. We're going to do this. Just take some calls straight to air on this. 0344 499 1000. And don't phone in if you've read the story. Otherwise, it's pointless. What? To, to whom? To what? To what is this mum? Let's give her a name. Lisa Anderson, 44. Lisa Anderson, 44, is addicted to something. To what? Is she addicted? Let's just get your... I'm going to take call straight to air on this. Catherine, you're... Could I have another guess? Yes. Crumpets. Mmm. Another crumpet. Why is crumpet... Where, where, what's the history of the word crumpet, meaning, um, how's your father? Don't know. Well, okay. crumpet is a, a reference to women, isn't it? Oh, well, no, crumpet. A bit of crumpet, yes, night a woman, okay. But how is that... Because, okay. Um, it's not crumpet. Uh, Alan... Oh, okay, chocolate. No, 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 no. Some people call them pikelets. Um, I would never speak about a woman like that. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This really is the big news story of the day, and I'm surprised that it hasn't got the coverage. And this is the era we live in now of fake news. You're all, no one wants to talk about this. So everybody is talking about the war. Everyone's talking about Iran. No one's talking about the big news stories. I won't fall for that. Let's go to line... Hang on a second. Line two. What is Lisa Anderson, 44, addicted to? Big Macs. It's not Big Macs. Although, I've got to say, very delicious. Very delicious. Let's go to line three. Line three. What is... I dumped that. I dumped that. Dear God. No, you can't say that. I dumped... I actually had to dump that. Outrageous behaviour. Can you imagine a world where someone would phone up a radio station and say that? Certainly not on my watch. Certainly. Not the TLNA 2.0. TLNA 2.0, guys. I'm going to... Uh, that's, that's discombobulated me. I'm going to tell you what the answer is, Alan and Catherine. Okay. Nope. Milk eggs. Do, do your milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard? It depends on what flavour milkshake it is. Yeah, some people are lactose intolerant. A mum has blown £8,000 feeding an addiction to eating talcum powder. Oh, what? no! Talcum powder. Talcum oh. powder. As opposed to Malcolm powder, which is what we... My dad's ashes. Oh, I wish I'd made that joke when my dad had been cremated. Malcolm powder. Oh, We didn't man. know about Lisa then, did it, we? It, please, dear God. Thank you, Amy. Please, dear God, can we invent a time machine so I can go back to my dad's uh, uh, cremation and do a joke about Malcolm powder? I know, it might be a bit soon. Oh, I think it'd be funny. I got a lot of laughs when I gave my dad's oogly. Um, Lisa Anderson, 44, sneaks into the bathroom to scoff... Johnson's baby powder off the back of her hand. And there's a picture of her, Catherine, with a big pile of it on the back of her hand. Oh, that's not right. Um, every 30 minutes and has emptied one 200-gram bottle a day for 15 years. Right, let's Catherine. just think about the impact of that on her guts. Okay. Shall we? Yeah. Before no, anyone thinks... She's going to do wonderful farts. I was going to say... 
powdery ones. Before everyone else thinks, oh, that sounds glamorous, right? Because it does, doesn't it? It sounds gorgeous. Um, that Taco powder dries everything up. So she's going to have like a big clump there's of that, like putty in her stomach. There's that lovely gif, isn't there, of a little baby who does a little fart and a big cloud <laughs> comes out. You've seen that? That's yeah. a great gif. Um, but talcum powder, as we know, is cancerous. Wow. No, not cancerous. It's not the word. Carcinogenic. Thank you, which means it gives you cancer. Well, if you put it in the wrong places, yes. Well, in your gut. The mum of five was recent. And none of the other, none of the other shows... None of the other stations have had the balls to cover this. Oh, too oh, Iran. Oh, Donald Trump. Oh, new Labour leader. This is the big story. No, no wonder the British Radio Association gave this show the best ra British radio show 2019. We're not going to keep banging on about mm -hmm. it because it's 2020 now. That's old news. Yeah. But we won the best British Radio show 2019. Thanks we won again it. to the BRA and Ofcom. Name name a radio show, Alan. The late night Apart from this one, I'll say come and have a breakfast on BBC WM. We beat it. Name another radio show. Um, the Paul Frank's Drive Time Show on BBC WM. Stop saying shows from there, but not we a, beat not that. Not as good as us, no. So give us one more show from another radio station. Chelsea at breakfast on BBC Radio Manchester. We beat them. The mum of five, basically, you name a radio show, we, we beat, beat it. Them. But the British Radio Association made this show, hashtag TLNA 2.0, and that's really frustrating. You actually have to put in the word point, because you can't do a decimal, you can't do a... a, a but, actually, actually, it works hashtag. this year, because it's like 20. Yes. It sounds like we're being... The cool. mum of five was recently told... The, 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 and here's the thing, the British Radio Association said the show was nearly perfect, Alan. Nearly perfect. Do you know what they said we could do to make it more perfect? Better quality of callers? They said two things. One of them was a better quality of callers. What was the second thing? I don't know. Les Catherine. <gasps> the mum of five. What? Les Catherine. The mum of five, and I'll be working on that. That's my... That's my... Um, my that's my... You're right. The mum of five was recently... Um, Amy, could you come in and pick up Catherine's jaw? It's just fallen onto the floor over there. The mum of five was recently... Uh, uh, could you get some Savlon as well, just to put on that burn? The mum of five was recently told by doctors she may have PICA syndrome. Pica could you get syndrome. some Piles cream for that? Um... A compulsion to eat non-food items. Lisa from Paint and Devon... I was, I'm going to go and open a chemist in Paint and Devon, make a fortune, said... But what's a Dev I'm from Devonshire. I'm from Devonshire. I do get it's a bit weird, but it just says it's nice soapy taste. I remember getting really drawn to its smell. Now I can't do without it. Lisa first developed symptoms of Pika syndrome in 2004, days after giving birth to her fifth child. She says, longest I've been without it is two days. Worst time of my life. Bloody eating it. Lisa says she cannot stomach flavoured talc, just Johnson's... Flavoured talc? Original. What's flavoured talc? You know, like coconut, cherry, um, guju berries, that kind of stuff. Alan, um, anything? I am not. I mean, I've heard of addictions, but this is a new one on me. Exactly, Alan. I've heard of addictions, but this is a new one on me. 0344 499 1000. This is Britain's best radio show 2019, according to those guys at Bra. Catherine. My sister ate the remote control. This is talk radio. <laughs> 
closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. David says on Twitter, the thing is... Thing is, have you ever tried it? He talks like that, doesn't he, David Babcock? Thing is, have you ever... I'm David Babcock, I got my waist stuck in a hoover. I'm David Babcock, I got my waist stuck in a hoover. You've got to put your tongue over there. I'm David Babcock, I got my waist stuck in a hoover. The thing is, have you ever tried it? Could be the best tasting thing in the world, but we wouldn't know. Then Ray says... Um, uh, Ray says, uh, there are... Those women who like to eat chalk. I used to eat chalk when I was a kid. Mm. Not chalk sticks, but I would rub my finger along the, the, what we, what we used to call the get ready PC brigade, the blackboard. Yes, we called it the blackboard. Nobody was offended then. Nobody died. Now we have to call it the board of colour. What a world we live in. Well, I will continue to call it the blackboard. And I don't care who I offend, because I'm a radio host. Okay, Boomer. Uh, I would... Could be Kate Boomer. I said, okay, Boomer. I thought said Kate Boomer. I don't... I don't I I'm Kate Boomer. To, um, <laughs> I used to run my finger along the... That's the same crotch thing, Crotch of the, the, what we call a chalkboard now. The crotch <laughs> the of that. The crotch of it. What do you, do you know there's like a little shelf? Yeah, I call it the shelf. Why are you calling <laughs> it a crotch? I know! Is that how you think of I your crotch? I really think. It's a shelf. I really think something, I think, not, I, I think that's over Christmas something has happened to me. Maybe like a piano or a safe fell on my head or maybe yeah. I licked electricity because my brain is not working. <laughs> Did you hit your reset button by accident? Mm, I might have done. I was playing in that area. I used to rub my finger along the crotch of the um, blackboard. Uh, I'd, I'd lick it, rub it along this. It was covered like a dib-dab. Mm. Well, then you're the same as her. I am the same as her. It's just quantities that's different. I am the same as her. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Let's, gear, let's go to Tim. Good evening, Tim. Good evening, Ian. How are you? Oh, it's Tim! It is. Um, am I allowed to say that I know you? Yeah, of course. I know Tim. Okay. I know Tim. I've had coffee in Tim's house. I've had coffee in this guy's house and I've touched um, an old Spanish warship's beam. Okay, well, that's a lot of detail, Tim. Thanks very much for phoning. <laughs> what you got for us, Tim? I don't really know. I've had a pretty grumpy and down day. Uh -oh. I felt a bit defeated by everything, you know? Well, okay. Well, you've come to the right place, because do you know what? I started off feeling like that, but then I had a great day. So why don't I rub off onto you? Could you rub off? Yes. Onto what me? happened, man? Do you want to tell us what happened? Um, I don't think it was anything specific. I, I went for a meeting with my sponsor this afternoon, who I yeah. love. Yeah. And it was a good meeting. He was a bit down in the doldrums, actually. He's not been fairly well. And it's good for him as well, he said. And, but I, you know, I ran an idea past him that I've been having recently. And he was a little bit... I probably shouldn't be sharing this. No, I'm not saying anything about anyone, am I? No. He, he, no, no, no uh, uh, confidentiality has been broken here. Don't worry, I'll keep no. it. I've got a dump button in case anything comes out. Oh, I love that button. Um, I felt like he was a bit dismissive of it. And, and it... It knocked me a little bit. Yeah. And I've kind of managed to build up since that by mainly by writing, writing ideas, writing plans for the thing that I want to do. Yeah. And 
it's made me feel a bit better. And I also read the gratitude list tonight, which... Gratitude list. I went to uh, I went to a meeting today, a new meeting today, because I felt myself sinking. By the way, we're talking uh, twelve steps AA recovery, guys. If you're interested, as I know some of you are, uh, and I was I was doing a stream this morning, and I just felt myself sinking because there's a couple of technical issues, but it wasn't that. I was tired, and something wasn't quite right with me, and so I kind of abandoned the stream, and I went to a meeting I hadn't been to before, and it was it was normally I don't like these kind of meetings that are themed, and it was resentments and gratitude, and I went, Tim, man. It was incredible. It was incredible. And I, I shared, and I did my usual trick of sneaking out um, right at the end, and this woman came and grabbed me and said, no, 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 you, you're going nowhere. I want to have a chat with about what you shared. That was incredible. And we, we go, and they've invited me to a meeting tomorrow, which I can't make, but I'm going to go and see them next week. And I had the, it, it just, the, I'd forgotten to do, the, here's a simple trick at home, dear listener. Just think now, just think now of three things that you're grateful for. And it can be like, I don't know, maybe you won the lottery this week. It can be something big like that. Or it can be the very simple fact that you've got clean sheets on your bed. Or that you've even got a bed to sleep in. Three things that you're grateful for. And I guarantee you, well, I don't guarantee you, but nine times out of ten when I do it, if I don't feel better, I certainly feel a little bit more balanced. Catherine? Part of the rules of the gratitude thing, though, are that you don't add the even though mm, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the end. It's just right, got to be absolute right, gratitude. All, right, we've got, all three of us are going to do it. I'm going to go first. Right. So the three things I'm grateful for today. Um, I got to... Oh, I got to speak to my kids on the phone. And uh, they made me laugh. So that's that's uh, one thing. Second thing is I've had this sore throat and it doesn't feel quite as bad this evening. Third thing is I'm sat opposite my best mate and this, I'm getting paid to sit opposite her. Tim, you have a go. I will have a go. Go on. Uh, my first one is that my daughter sent me a lovely video this morning, um, a video message. Lovely. Saying how much they love me and that they're counting down the seats till my birthday, which I love. There we go. There we go. The second is that I had a good meeting tonight and it turned things around a little bit. Yeah. And the third thing, I think I'm just going to go as broad as nature. There we go. Enjoy being outside today. Beautiful. Catherine, those are great. They're great, Catherine. Okay. This morning I was tired, but I went to the gym. Nice. And then I came home and I did loads of work. Boom. And third, my cat can high-five. There we go. Catherine has trained her cat to high-five. Now, it sounds great. She uses a hot plate and electricals <laughs> on her genitals. But it does look amazing. It does. Unfortunately, I, now I, she knows that's how she demands treats. Exactly. After treat. Go on, Tim. Treat. Can I, I don't know whether you mute me when I'm not talking. You, you're drowned out. If we're talking, the way we... I don't, I don't do a fader or anything. I do with some of the more irritating callers. <laughs> uh, but the way the system is balanced is if me and Kath are talking, your line instantly dips ever so slightly. That's like the coffee we had last week. Yes, exactly. Uh, Catherine, you've definitely topped the gratitude list for today. That is awesome. Good. It's good, it's good list. That? It's a good list. I have posted a video of that, but I'll send it to you if you like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. There you go, you see. Um, uh, go on. And the other thing I was going to say was... Yeah. The, the, now, can I do a fourth gratitude? Yeah. Well, it's, it's greedy, it was greedy gratitude now. Very I greedy mentioned gratitude. today, yes. and this goes absolutely against the anonymity thing, not on, live on air, of course. Yes. But I mentioned today that I knew you, Ian, to oh. my sponsor. Oh. And um, I didn't know how he'd react. And he said, oh, lovely Ian. Isn't he wonderful? Oh, so someone who knows me. 
Didn't go no, to clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there you go. There you go. That's, there you go. There you go. Tim, nice to talk to you, my friend. Thank you nice for calling. Talk to you soon. I'll see you soon. See you later on, man. Take care. There nice you go. to kind of meet him. Yeah, I've, I've mentioned Tim to you a little bit there. He's a nice guy. And I'm I know we're banging on about it a lot, but you know what? It saved my life. I'm diving into the meetings. Ian is tweeting me, do you just do AA or do you do NA as well? I do, I do all of them, man. I'll go to, if there's a 12, I'll go to all of them. I've always done, and we'll move on to other stuff in a bit, because I know not everyone digs this, but this just is the vibe at the moment. Uh, NA was where I got clean, and NA was what I was, Narcotics Anonymous was the place that I went to for most. But a, a few weeks ago, I got a new sponsor, and he um, is a recovering d- drug addict, but he said, go to AA. He said, I can get everything I want from AA, do that. And so I'm doing it, and I'm, it's, it's opened up a whole new world to me, a whole new world. First of all, there's more meetings, which makes it easier, um, but there's a whole new world. I'm looking for a commitment at a meeting. I'm having the time of my life. And it was great, because today I was doing this stream, and I just felt there's just this little sinking feeling going down in my chest and I could feel it and I could, I thought, oh, I'm just going to go back to bed. And then I thought, no, 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 I'm going to do, I'm going to do something. This is what I want to try and do now whenever possible. When I am starting to, when I recognize that I'm starting to, to head downwards to try and do something to sl- at least slow that down a little bit, if not reverse it. And today it was going to a meeting and I'm so glad I did because I met these amazing, amazing people. Um, there we go. Look, people are sending it. Three things you're grateful for. Nelly, I'm grateful for the house I live in. Beautiful. I'm grateful for having such a loving, caring son who is unashamedly sensitive around his new sister. I like this. Nelly's got the, the new baby yeah. um, kind of uh, Get back to us in two years. Yeah. And three, I ate three vanilla custard-filled donuts today that were ace and I didn't feel guilty. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Did we do the quarter past break? See? My brain has been zapped. I've got no idea what's going on. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. It really is that freeform. Um, I, I, I mean, it, it's a slight local radio. It's a slight local radio, Alan Partridge thing. But on the back of the woman eating uh, talcum powder, uh, on the back of me eating uh, chalk, the weirdest thing you've ever eaten. It's a little, it's a little mid-morning local radio, but we'll have that. And also, uh, I mentioned Malcolm powder. My father was called Malcolm. Those were his ashes. If you've ever accidentally swallowed the ashes of, um, well, of a dead person or a dead animal, 03444991000, because when you toss the ashes out, mm. the, 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 so everybody seems to encounter, they, they throw them into a wind, so well, they blow back. It's funny, you the, the, the tossing technique, yeah. because I have been to crematoria where they give you like a sprinkler. Oh, she did the plural of crematoriums. Haven't, don't you have that? Like when it's on kind of a, it's like a sort of bucket with a hole in it. Dear Liza, dear Liza. And you, and you waggle it about on the lawn. Well, I've never actually s- s- scattered ashes. You're supposed to get permission, aren't you, from the place that you do it at. But well, I mean... I know I mean, people who've put them in chip shops and stuff. Really? Yeah, so do you. Who? Kelly Betts. There's bits of her gran all over the place. Kelly Betts put... She put, I think she went outside the chip shop that she loved. Hang on a second. There were bits of her up um, on, I think, Sharpeno clappers. I think some went to Wales. Hang on a minute. Places that she liked. We're going we're gonna to find out. I'm going to give Kelly Betts a phone call. Hang on a second, guys. <clears throat> this is someone we used to work with. Uh... That's an abroad phone. Oh, she's abroad. She'll be in Ibiza, innit? Yeah, haven't it? Large. Large. <laughs> 
Either that or someone's nicked a phone and run off with it. This is the Vodafone voicemail service for... Um, okay, we don't need to hear that. We don't need to hear that. La la la, la la la. Christmas time. La 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 la. Send her a WhatsApp. message after the tone. When you finish recording, please hang up or press the hash key for more options. Hello, Kelly. This is Ian and Catherine. We're live on Talk Radio. I want to know: Is it true you scattered your grand's ashes where? All over the shop. But in wasn't a there a chip shop? Did you scatter your grand's ashes in a chippy? If you could give us, let me know, that'll be wonderful, please. Thank you. Uh, oh, ha- have a nice holiday. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, f- from what I remember, the family, like, put her in different envelopes and they took her to places wow. separately. And whenever they went somewhere where they thought she'd like it, they they left a bit. Chippy, that's disgusting. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. the Late Night Alternative, Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Neon Lit Night Talk for torch singers, trolley dollies and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. March the 8th, guys. March the 8th, Catherine and I will be performing in Cardiff. We are coming to Cardiff. We're doing an afternoon show. I think it's about 1.30 at the Glee Club. Um, loads of you, so many, literally hundreds of you said you've got, you've got to come to Wales. Got to come to Wales, do a show. So we booked a show in Wales. And out of those hundreds that told us to come, 35 of you have bought tickets. Very poor. Very poor. So come and see us. Uh, come and see us. It's a, uh, uh, it's kind of like this, but swearier. It's a pop-up radio show. We mess around. We play some silly games. We take some phone calls. And we stick around afterwards to shake the hands of each and every one of you, whether you want it or not. Um, buy tickets soon, guys. Otherwise, we'll cancel it. <laughs> it's that simple, really. Um, if you go to ianlee.com slash event, ianlee.com slash event, tickets for all of the shows are up there, uh, Bath, Glasgow, Manchester, Brighton, uh, but, but the next one is Cardiff on March the 8th. This is for our Rabbit Hole podcast, and I have to say, we are, we are now entering season two of the Rabbit Hole podcast. Rabbit Hole, the Rabbit Hole 2.0. Zero is happening. It will you, normally you just get one show a week. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah. Getting two shows a week from now on, and they won't be so. They won't all be the live shows. Some of them will just be me and Kath chewing the fat. Literally, we'll have a bit of fat and Ugh. we'll be chewing it. That's my idea. She's not quite gone with it. So that's the Rabbit Hole podcast. You can get it on Acast, on iTunes, your usual uh, places. Um, but the March the eighth. We are at the Glee Club in Cardiff um, and at ianlee.com slash event. Dion! Good evening, Ian and Catherine. Sorry, sorry, Dion, say that again. I didn't have my headphones on. Sorry, good evening, Ian. Good evening. You're sounding better. Yeah, my speech is improving. Yeah, definitely, man. How how are you finding that? Um... I'm trying to make solids again. Yeah. But I'm experimenting. I was absolutely stoked. Oh, mate, that's advanced. I can't chew it. I haven't really got any taste bud buds. Oh, you haven't got any taste buds? So even if you sucked on a steak, you wouldn't get the meaty goodness from it? No, it's just I've got a new tongue and it's got no taste buds on it. There's got to be a prison in China somewhere where they can can chop off... 
Chinese murderers t- taste buds and sell them to you for a thousand pounds, isn't it? Yeah, but it? you might get a taste of something nasty. That's true. That is very true, actually. You've got to be so careful. Yeah, a lot of them experiment on different things. I like spicy food anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, sort of over-spicy. And yeah. I can get a good taste that way. i tell you what I'm into. So much. So much. And I know what will happen. I'll be into it for another three weeks and then I won't have them again for a year. Toasted sandwiches. Because I, oh, I, I, I bought a Breville, right? Yeah. And I've been making cheese toasty. Fine. That's fine. Then I've been mixing it up by making cheese toasties and putting beans in. You Oof. don't have to heat the beans before. They beans no. get heated. Yeah. Did that. Then I did cheese, beans, and ham. The ham was too much. But today, oh, Dion, today, oh, I, cra- oh. I did some cheese. I cracked an egg in there. I cracked yeah, an egg in oh. there. Beautiful. Yeah, well, it feels it, don't it? Yep. When... Get a Breville. Get a Breville. You get a Breville. Because my boys wanted me to get one. I was thinking, I really don't, because they have them at home. When I was a kid, a Breville was like 60, 70 quid. 24.99, next day delivery. And you've got a posh one that you can click. You can click the the cooking plates out and you can give them a good old scrub. I don't, obviously. It's like a wok. I don't think you're meant to clean the Breville. The taste builds up over the years. Um, But, uh, yeah, get, get get a toasty maker. Yeah, I'm going to have a look on eBay, Amazon. Please. Oh, don't get a second-hand one. No, I'm getting real one. They sell brand new stuff as well. OK, go, go. OK, yeah, don't never, never buy second-hand cooking utensils because no, you just don't know. You just don't know. No. <laughs> I'll tell you what I did make yesterday, which I've never eaten before. Yeah. Uh, I had some egg noodles. Oh, yes. Put yes. them up. Put yeah. some chilli sauce and that with it. Yeah. And four fish fingers. What? Oh, okay. It's, I, I think that's what they call fusion, isn't it? <laughs> Here you go, Dion. Let's play a game. I want. Can you tell us three things that you're grateful for today? Um, being healthy. There you go. One. Love it. Um, I don't mind coming around with a bit of a laugh. There we go. Okay, gosh, you you do surprise me every now and then with the end of your sentences. Okay, yeah, yeah, go on, give us one more. I'm just looking forward to the future. Um, There you go. Can't say fair. And just being happy in that. What a great great position to be in. Dion, it's so nice to hear you. Uh, I heard you on another radio station over Christmas, and it's good to hear your voice improving after that horrendous operation, mate. But thank you, thank you, thank you. Izzy says, I'm grateful for having a roof over my head and heating, uh, for the laughter I shared with friends today, and for jam and crumpets I had for lunch. Crumpets. I don't really like crumpets. I love a crumpet. They're the ones with holes in, aren't mm-hmm. they? There's something about them. You've got to cook them properly, though. I don't want them, like, soggy. No, something about it. It's just, just, just too springy. It's too springy for me, is the uh, thing. 0344 Saw a great sign in... Um, uh, Kelly has replied, My mum sprinkled her mum in a chip shop in Wales. Boom. Mainly on the floor. So that did actually... <laughs> that did actually happen. Um... Uh, <laughs> I remember this stuff. It's all important. Yeah, here we go. I saw a great. Oh, Kelly tried to call me back. Hang on, let's uh, let's 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 just get let's just get her because she tried to call me back and I missed that because I'm I'm professional. Hang on a second. Let's see. Is it? <clears throat> What's going on with this? Oh, I'm looking my thing up. Hello. Hello, Kelly hey. Betts. 
Hi. You're live on a national radio station, so I don't want any of your foul language or your um, political bias, okay? Ah, oh, it's intense. Whereabouts in the world are you? I'm in New York. <gasps> New York City? Wow! The whole, have you, you've got to go, you've got to go to the Stardust Diner. The Stardust Diner. Yeah, okay. they okay. sing. They sing to off, you. It's just off Times Square. Yeah, it's off. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's off Times Square near Broadway. They sing to you while you're eating. It's the campest, most hilarious thing ever. You'll be so embarrassed. Sounds good. I'll do it. Nice one. So, c c c we, I can't remember why we're talking about ashes. Oh, did, we're asking if anyone's ever eaten a dead person's. Well, you eaten chalk, and then it went on to ashes. Has, is that, you've not eaten ashes, have you? Yeah, I have. By accident. This is when incredible. Threw, Go on. Um, <laughs> when I threw my dead sprinkled man, I inhaled, and then it came all back in my face and in my lungs. <laughs> what did she taste like? Love? Tastes like love, yeah. Love and, like, nan things. <laughs> nan things. Oh, okay. <laughs> God, come on, sit back up. But, you're, but you, you, your mum sprinkled her ashes in, in a chippy? Yeah, and her, she had a favourite chip shop in Wales, my nana. And then, um, yeah, when she died, my mum was like, that's where she'd really like to go, I'm going to sprinkle her. So my, they went in, my auntie was talking to the chip shop owner to um, disguise the fact that my mum was throwing ashes all over the floor and on the counter. On the counter? <laughs> Should have put some in the salt pot. <laughs> 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 then she could have had a taste. <laughs> oh, God. How, how much of your nana was in there? I don't know, because we've all got some of her in a little flower in our house. Is that like a euphemism? And she wasn't, no, and she wasn't that big. <laughs> so just a bit. Just a bit. Okay, well, thanks for, um, uh, this wasn't recent, was it? We've not brought back horrible memories. No, no, it was a couple of years ago. Okay. Years ago, so okay. yeah. And the most important thing is, it's what she would have wanted. Exactly, it's exactly what she exactly. would have wanted. <laughs> well, Kelly, well, thank you so much um, uh, for interrupting your holiday in New York City, the home of organised crime. I hope you don't get um, killed over there, and I look forward to speaking oh, to you in about another two or three years. Okay, it was nice to speak to you, Bye, Kelly! Bye, Kelly! Bye. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it in New York now? Uh, don't you? You won't know because you can never work it out when we're booking a guest. It'll be it'll be half past five. <laughs> you can never work yeah, it out it whenever is. you're booking a guest. We're always an hour out when you do it. Right. Oh, thank. I enjoyed that. I just went to Kelly since um, Dennis's funeral. So that was that was uh, another funeral. Oh, gosh, we're at that age. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We're asking if you've ever had ash in your mouth. The next caller. It's called Ash. What? This is Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. That's Stardust Diner, Ellen's Stardust Diner in New York. Uh, honestly, it's the it's the best. It's all the the waiting staff are out of work. Musical actors and actresses, and so you're and it sounds awful, right? And being British. 
it takes a few minutes to 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 get into it. The, the first few minutes, it's you're quite embarrassing, and you're sat there looking at your food, and the person going, "Oh my god, is she behind me?" F- five minutes into it, and it it's wonderful. So they there's like a walkway in the middle that's raised in the middle of the venue, and the waiting staff will just go around singing songs from Frozen and yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Coming and, up next, it's Steve. Yeah. Steve's going to sing from Hairspray. And it's so funny. And me and Kath went, and we got we just got off the plane, and we went yeah. pretty much straight there and it was psychedelic and then I took my boys when we went I think we went pretty much straight there and my kids and my youngest was sat next to me and there was this you know woman behind him stood above him sprinkling confetti on his head and he was so embarrassed but he loved it and it's the best the best best burgers man the best burgers I've, I think I've ever had huge and if it's the first meal you see when you arrive in America it blows your mind it's a little bit more expensive but you're paying well it's Times Square isn't it yeah yeah it, it, it's it's great and there'll be a big queue but it's worth queuing up because when me and Kath went and when I went with the boys um, someone came out and said, "When well, it's me and Kath, we were, we were quite a way back in the queue." And she went, uh, "Is is there a, a, a party of two anywhere?" And we were the first party of two, so we yeah. got same with the boys. Is, is, is there a party of three? Me and the boys, we jumped the queue. Brilliant, brilliant place. Thoroughly recommend it. Let's go to Ash. Good evening, Ash. Hi there. How you both doing? Uh, I'm all I'm all right actually. Ash, what you got for us? Well, uh, you've um, you kind of made my night very quickly. Uh, well, sorry, but your your three grateful things. Oh yeah, go on. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Uh, I've, had, I've had a bit of a rough day at work. It's been hard. I've had some terrible news and things like that. But we got into the car, turned the radio on, heard you say about the three things, and instantly I thought of them, and it, it just improved my night. Go on. What, are you, do you want to share the three things? You don't have I to. I do indeed. Go I on. do indeed. Right, first one, very simple one. I got a phone call from my mum today. Doesn't happen very often. Uh, just to make sure she's okay. Brilliant and, thing. And there you go. And and that's the thing. It hasn't got to be big, life changing things. It can be a. T- it can be. I mean, it's actually, a phone call from your mum is not that tiny, but it can be a small thing. That's brilliant. Is she well? She is. She's doing fantastic. She's been a bit of a rough Christmas, but she's back on her feet. Roll back on her Beautiful. feet. Beautiful. Go on. Number two. Yeah. Number two is kind of a big thing to me but it's not as big as number three I am actually t- as of today one year clean and sober oh well done keep coming back yes my friend have you collected a key ring or a chip yet I have not I have not done any of the meetings or things like that you just do it on your own did it on my own beautiful yeah, um, beautiful if it's working for you Ash well done well done uh, it's, it's been hard because I've, it's kind of been a, a secret fight I've not really told anyone that yeah. I was I had a problem I'm sort of celebrating myself. Just want to share it. It's been a year. Well done, man. Year is year is some achievement, huh? You look back at the. I I, I would imagine. I don't know, but if if you look back at the carnage of a year and a day ago, uh, I I bet the improvement in your life is incredible, isn't it? Absolutely, night and day. I'm a completely different person now. It's so much happier. Nice one, man. Go on. What's number three? Number three, the big one for me today. I saw my unborn child for the first time. Come on, man. This guy's a professional. I think that might beat my high-fiving cat. <laughs> this guy is a professional at this game. <laughs> he's, he's pro. He's played this for... Oh, That's such mate. a special moment. Is, is it your first child? or is, It's my first ever child, yep. The first the first time you see... And the second child, of course, is magic, but the, 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 there's something that's sort of shaved off the edge. The first time you see the first ba- baby uh, on the ultrasound... It's, it's it's like a magic trick. It's like yeah. it's like God's magic trick. It's oh, the it most really amazing is. thing, isn't it? You have a little. It, you you it, well it, up a little bit. I I I did inside a little bit. Beautiful. So it's just something clicked in me and just like that. That that is it. My life goal has changed. Sort of. Yeah. 
not, not from me, not thinking about myself no more. That's I, exactly what it now. is. Ash, yeah. I'm sorry you had a lousy day, but I'm really, uh, thank you so much for sharing that, that we managed to just give you a little, little perk just by helping you think about a few things. No, like I say, I couldn't thank you enough. Nice one, Ash. Thank you, great. mate. There you go. What a nice guy. What, 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 what a journey that man's on. What a journey he's on. That's nice, isn't it? I forget sometimes. Uh, the, th- this, this, is a, this is a nice show, right? This is a nice show. And nice things happen. And forget the things that I kind of take for granted, like doing a gratitude list and all of that stuff. Actually, some people don't think of doing it. You don't have to be in, in recovery to do it. It's just nice to, at the end of a day, think, right, three things, three things, three things that uh, I'm grateful for. Yeah. I had a lousy day, I got sacked from work, I had a row with my partner, I got, I got, got in a car. There's probably three things I can, and sometimes it can be hard. Sometimes it can be really hard. But there's always something. I heard this guy talking on a podcast a while ago, and I think he was, he was talking to Russell Brand, and he was a former monk, like a Buddhist monk or something. Oh, yeah. And he said it's all about kind of perspective and that in our culture, we use this sort of term, I've had a bad day. Yeah. When actually you mean you've had a bad 20 minutes yeah. or one bad thing happened and you forget about the other things that happened around yeah. the outside of it. And it's just about just shifting your focus a little bit. That book that Russell Brand wrote about the 12 steps, I read it to sort of help you, yeah. to help me help you. Yeah. Or at least understand where uh-huh. you were. But... I found it really useful for myself because yeah. it's the twelve step stuff is is actually really helpful. Everyone's got a thing that they wish they didn't do it as is much. It's the thing, man. Gosh, it's turned into a twelve step meeting, and you know what? I don't mind. I know we've got Alistair up next. I, I don't mind actually because today this, this 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 meeting I went to really really zapped me. Um, the twelve steps would would take the word God out if you want, but would be beneficial for everyone to do. Right? Admit that you've done stuff wrong. Make amends for it, um, and just try not to do that stuff again, and just keep a check on your behaviour. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's what it boils down to. Alistair! Hey, guys. Lovely to talk to you again, as Hello. usual. As um, per usual, Alistair. As welcome, per welcome, you. welcome. So, yeah, I, do, I heard you were talking about uh, gratitude. Yeah, go on, give us three. Uh, yeah, sorry, I mean... Uh, I'll, First of all, congratulations to Ash on the baby and his sobriety. Yeah, amazing. What a day. What a day. That was br- so this is going to sound a bit feeble. Okay. No, it's not, because no. we're not comparing. No, it's not, no, it's not okay. a dick-measuring competition. It's, it so is... I had a shower today. Beautiful. And I changed my bedding. Oh, the cha- uh, do you know what? That was going to be the mine the other day. Clean, yeah. clean sheets, man. There's nothing like it, Alistair. There's nothing like it. Yeah. I mean, you should see me try to change my duvet. I look yep. like me sort of trying to have a fight with the alien. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's absolute hell. Oh, it's I mean, a pain I in the bum. You've got any tips, you guys. But yeah, I know how to do it. Have you got a single duvet or a double duvet? Double. Right. You, t- you, know, you know this. You turn the duvet cover inside out. Yeah. And you put your hands in and you, you get, get the, the far corner and the far corner. You grab, so you kind of, you got the duvet cover over your arms. You grab the uh, corresponding corners of the duvet and then you lift and shake, lift and shake, lift and shake. Now, because I'm Learned a bit... Sh- that from Neris Hughes. Because I'm a bit shorter, yeah. what I do is I, I, I do that over the banister. Oh. So I get a decent uh, drop. Yeah, I have tried that, yeah. Yeah, because otherwise yeah, I can't yeah, flick yeah, it hard that, enough. That's good advice. <laughs> I just wonder why they can't do these... Like two, the two sides of the duvet just zip together, three hundred and sixty. Oh, let's take that to, to the, the dragons. dragons! Jinx, Captain Boyle. <laughs> Go on, you got one more for us. 
Uh, right, well, this is the best one. I look, I, I've tried to change the, the bedding. Yeah. In my bedroom, there are mirrors, and I looked at myself in the mirror. Here we go. And I said to myself, you're doing all right, Alistair. You don't hate, hate yourself as much as you used to, and you're becoming more confident in yourself, and I'm grateful for that. Thanks for sharing that, man. No, no, it's true. It's, uh, I'm, like I said on me, uh, come across all the emotional ones. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. It's been a t you've had a tough 12 months. Yeah. Um, it, it's just that uh, when, I, when I tweeted about me eight months, it, it was really true. I said, uh, you know, I've done eight months and I'm humbled and proud in equal measures. And uh, that's what it is for me, because I am so thankful that I'm still here. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I've, I've done so, so many silly things in the past. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here. I've seen friends yesterday. I've seen a friend today that I've known since primary school. I am just so thankful that this process, AA, well, it's like you, it saved my life, I think. So I'm sorry to be a bit of a... Never apologise for that. Cry we're, both, baby. <clears throat> we're both glad that you're alive and that you are growing into the human being that we, we suspected was was in there somewhere we suspected yeah. it that's why we keep letting you back kept letting you back and you're it, it every time you 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 call up and share that stuff um i cannot tell you me and kath just grin at each other and sometimes we even fist bump the air because yeah. um it, you're hearing your journey and there'll be a lot of listeners as well having the same thing who've been listening for a while hearing your journey uh is inspiring and is is beautiful yeah, and also there'll be people like Ash who are trying to do it by themselves. Yeah. And it shows yeah. it can be done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well done, yeah, Alistair. Thanks for sharing that, mate. I really appreciate it. All yeah. right, guys. We'll have a good show. Thanks, mate. Stick oh, it thanks. up, your bum. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I don't want to say there's, there's a success, success story, but... Isn't it? It's looking good. It's hey, have you seen this good. email from it's Carla? Good. It's looking good. Carla? Yeah. Carla Lane? Carla Stanley. Hi, Ian and Kath. <clears throat> hey, Carla. I scattered, brackets, through some of my dad's ashes into the Foo Fighters crowd head headlining at Glastonbury 2017. Oh. I'm sure some will have got a taste of him. Crying, laughing face. P.S. Three things I'm grateful for today. Waking up, myself and my son being healthy, and being able to listen to your show. There we go. Let's go to Kyle. Good evening, Kyle. Hello? Hello? We cannot hear you. Do you want to call them back? And see what's going on. Let's go to Becky. When I can do this, sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. Doesn't tonight. Good evening, Becky. Hi, Becky. What you got for us? I just wanted to continue on, really, with the gratitude thing. Then let's have let's have your three. Let's hear it. <clears throat> well, oh. one is um, I've not pampered my skin in ages today, um, so I decided to. Um, Put some and put a mask on. Put some moisturising cream. And just the feel of that alone was just like really. Oh, I love, I love it. Did you say you put a mask, a face mask on? 
Yeah. Was it one of those ones that go, that hardens up? Yeah, same. And then do you peel it off? No, no, I rinse it off. Oh, I like. Oh, she's talking like a mud mask. I like. I I love that. <laughs> that I love the ones where you peel it off. Oh, because my mum used to do that. Yeah. Oh, I love a face mask. <laughs> yeah, and you try and you're testing whether it's done or not by just wrinkling your nose a bit, and if you feel it pulling on your forehead, you know it's time. Yeah, I love. I love a face mask. Okay, number one, I like it. It's a good one. What's number two? Yeah, number two. I'm very grateful for my friends. Um. They've been a fantastic rock for me just recently. She said rock. She said rock, just in case anyone, let, the, the phone line dropped out a little bit. <laughs> and also, I'm grateful to, I know this sounds a bit cheesy and a bit, well, whatever, but I'm grateful to you because I noticed on Twitch that you uh, gifted me a sub to Ollie's stream. I was watching my friend Ollie, who streams and calls yeah. in from time to time. Um, I gifted five subs to uh, to people. There you go. Well, you're about... one, of them, one of them was me. There you go, Becky. I, absolutely my pleasure to give that out. It's my pleasure to support smaller independent streams and to support creativity, and I'm glad that's um, made your day. Thank you, Becky. They're great. Uh, thank you. Thanks a lot. And here's the thing. You don't have... Thank you, Becky. You don't have to do that. Oh, this one's a little bit silly. No, no, no. I don't mind. Don't matter if it sounds silly to us, it's what's important to you. Is it, it's made a difference to you, then that's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. That's all. Um, oh, it's only, we've only done an hour. <laughs> Felt like we've, we've, we've done two hours of show there. We've certainly crammed in. Um, uh, we've certainly crammed in a lot. Now's a good time to give us a call. The switchboard is all but empty. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What's come on the, spe the the speaker system? I believe it's called a microphone. Amy, what's what's that Kyle's problem? Uh, I don't know because I can't hear him. Oh, Kyle, Kyle, what's your problem with you? Okay, what's your problem with your phone? Um, sort your life out. Have you hit mute with your chin or something? Have you hit mute? You might have hit mute, or maybe you pulled a cable out. I don't know. I don't know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Kath, have you got a small one? Uh, Story. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're talking about eating funny things. Well, this is eating something normal. A firefighter from Cornwall needed life-saving open heart surgery. Oh, this guy. This guy's a. This guy's a piece of trash. Have you heard this? One? Yeah, he's a time waster. Why? He's he was a at death's door, Adam Martin, 41, after endocarditis left him fighting for his life. This infection of the inner line of the heart chambers and valves occurs when germs from another part of the body spread through the bloodstream and damage the heart. Where did it come from? Popcorn. Yeah, stuck in his teeth. Unbelievable. Disgusting. It's time waste. Should brush his, brush his teeth? What does he, what does he want yeah, from but me? Sometimes you get like, what, like the sort of skin, <sighs> don't you, in between, yeah. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> You brush your teeth. Hang on, I don't understand. So the, I'm, I'm joking, obviously, but before anyone uh, uh, complains. Oops, too late. Um, so he had some popcorn. He had, like, the skin stuff. And that gave him heart attack. Infection was caused by his constant poking and prodding at a piece of popcorn lodged between his teeth. Right, OK. Martin told his medical team he used... Oh, here we go. Here we go. Items I found laying around. No, this is what... So it's not the popcorn. It's, it's the that he was sitting rusty nails in his mouth. A pen cap, a toothpick, a piece of wire and even a nail. One tool he didn't use, a dentist. <laughs> a week later, Martin was suffering night sweats, fatigue, headaches and eventually a heart murmur, which are all the signs of the infection, according to the Centres for Disease Control and Prevention. The doctors told me if I hadn't gone to the GP when I did, then I could have been dead in three days. Mm. 
Most people die when they're at 350 on an infection scale, and I was on a 340. Tough guy, huh? The infection had eaten my heart valves completely. Well, not completely, otherwise you would have been brown bread. The popcorn stuck between molars on the left side of his mouth, plagued him for three days. No matter how hard he tried, he just couldn't dig it out. A week later, he developed what he thought was a cold, and it grew into what he thought was the flu. And it nearly grew into what we know as death. This 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 guy. I, I have a word with this guy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. More of your calls coming up. The late night alternative. Weeknights from ten with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Mama put the popcorn kernels in the pot. She turned up the heat, now the pot is getting hot. And then those popcorn kernels start to pop, 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 the bare naked ladies several times i was consider myself uh, friends with the bare naked ladies for indeed that is who was Ma- singing there and after one interview um i said i'm going to come and see you guys in cambridge they said oh okay pick a, p- pick one of our songs and we'll do it for you i don't know what pick a song and um we'll do it for you don't 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 pick one of the obvious ones pick any song from our back catalogue and we'll do it for you and i went um and the only song i could think of that wasn't a hit was popcorn i said Pop- popcorn? And they looked at me as it... Uh, sorry, what? Would you play popcorn? I, I really like that song a lot. And, uh, yeah, they played popcorn for me in Cambridge. It was the coolest thing. Right, is Kyle there? Hello, Ian. Hello, Kyle. What's going on with Hello, your phone, yeah. mate? I don't know. My speaker ain't working properly. Okie dokie. The speaker being your mouth, I think. No, my speaker. Okay, it was a joke. It was a joke. It was a small one, about this big. Uh, what can we do for you, Kyle? What you can do for me is I'm. I sent you a, a message the other the other night about um, get on with the show by Pickle Pimples, and you blocked me, and I was pissed, and I've recently relapsed. I was clean, clean and dry for seven and a half years. Yes, and um, I just feel a bit shit about it, really. Okay, well, what's your language? Um, don't. Well, okay, I, I'm ever so slightly confused. You, I, I, bro, I blocked you on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah. What did you say? Get, get on with the show. Okay. You're talking about Brexit, and it's like so much stuff about Brexit recently. Okay. What were we saying about Brexit? When were we talking about Brexit? Uh, last week sometime. 
Well, we weren't on last week. We did, what, on the New Year's Eve show? I can't remember, really. Um, it's been a bit of a blur. Okay, all right, okay. Well, what's your name on Twitter? Pickled Pimples. Pickled Pimples. pimples. Let's have a little, let's have a little look-see. Um, yeah. Uh, hang on. Sorry, man. That's all right. Hey, listen, man. Don't worry. We're going we're to sort. We're going to sort your life out for you. We're going to. We're going to fix you. I will fix you. Hang on a minute. I can't find you. Let me go to settings and privacy. Let me go to uh, privacy and safety and find this. It's a big. It's a big old block list. Russ, the John By- Team Rat Pack, Connor is here. Robin, Ezekiel, Flock, Roger Dobson, Angry Al, Super Skater, Darren Higgins, Denny Morris, Ben, the Talk Radio, Russell Taysom, Phil Cunningham. Um, I don't, well, I don't see you. Oh, here we go. Pickle pimples. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. We got it. Quack, quack. Okay. Um, jeez, man, you, you think I'm it was a week fighting, ago? I'm just fighting to apologize. Hey, listen, apologies accepted. Apologies accepted. But this was on November the 18th. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was, that's two months ago. Okay. Six, seven weeks ago. Listen, you're unblocked, man. You're unblocked. Cool. Um, what's going on? Why are you um, in? Why are you in a fug? I don't know. I'm just complacency, really. Yeah. So you had seven years clean and sober. Yeah. And then you've decided to go back out there. Unfortunately, yeah. How, what is it like out there for all of us who are safe inside? Just, just remind me what it's like out there. Not very good. Yeah, I thought so. So how do we get you back into into the into the safe side? I've got to start going to meetings. I've, I've got to start engaging. I've got to start. Um, Did you? Um, is that how you got clean before going to meetings? Yeah, pretty much. Go to a meeting tomorrow. I'm going to NA tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, do it. Do it. When was the last time you went to one? <sighs> Years ago. Right. Do it. Do it. Walk in there. Walk in there. Proud. Get a cup of tea. Sit at the front. And the second they say right, okay, the meeting's open for sharing now. It's raised voice shares. Just shout out. My name's Kyle. I'm an addict. I need help. Just shout it out. Yeah, but Ian, how can I walk in there proud when I've been clean for seven and a half years? I'll tell you, this is, I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how. I walked in there proud. Um, not proud. I had 13 years and then yeah. I relapsed and I walked in ashamed and full of fear. And all I got, do you know what I got? Yeah. Hugs. Welcome back. It's great to see you. Phone numbers. People wishing me well, people shaking my hand, people telling me they're looking forward to seeing me again. This is the thing, man. Just the very fact that you've walked in there after the relapse is something to be proud about. Because not everyone does, and it kills people. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know people that are dead because they didn't, they didn't walk back in. Yeah, same here. So you walk back in proud and you sit at the front with a cup of tea. And as soon as the chair says, right, it's uh, raised voices or raised hands sharing, you get your hand up, you go, I'm Kyle, I'm an addict, I'm, I'm screwed, I really need help. Yeah. First, be the first person to share, man. Yeah, I will. You got this, brother. Scary, though. Yep. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. But the thought of dying because of a drug overdose, is that not scary? Even more, yeah. yeah. thought of losing that, whatever you're calling us from, a house, a flat, an apartment, a squat, a, 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 a halfway house, whatever it is, you won't have that if you carry on. Imagine, that's scary. 
No, I'm, I'm calling you from a flat. I came here uh, to rehab. I went into fourth degree housing. You're going to lose that flat? Yeah, I know. That's scary. Yeah, I know. No, it's not scary to walk in a room full of people who've got the same disease of you, as you and say, I really need help. Yeah, true. Because everyone in that room will want to help you. Yeah, true. Give us a call tomorrow, Kyle. All right, cool. Go to the meeting, though, brother. Yeah, well, bro. Take care, man. All right, thank you. Bye. Um, got one question about that. Did he call me Brum? I think he might have a bit, yeah. <laughs> Here's the other thing he's forgetting, and, and it's not important to him at the moment, but is important, actually. There you go. I'm is glad him, I blocked him. Him going to that meeting, Yeah. he'll help someone else. I'm glad I blocked him, because I don't think he'd have called if, I'd have blo- no. if, I'd, if I hadn't have blocked him. 18th of November, he thinks it's last week. Um... You came to my first meeting back, and all I got was love. All I got was love. And I was thinking about that today, that, um, it's, that it's, uh, you should be proud coming back. You should be proud walking back in, because not everyone does. Not everyone does. You got that, man. I'm really glad I blocked you. I was meant to block you. For actually, what was quite a, I looked at the things, quite a low level comment, but he got me just at the place. Well, and obviously, something stuck with him. Why are you, why, can I ask why? Because you're I remember crying? taking you to that meeting. I remember taking you to that meeting, and yeah. I was ready to sit outside, and you wanted me to come in, yeah. and it meant the world to me. Yeah. Thank you for coming. And it was a flipping low point. It was, it was terrifying. It was, it was the day after, the, the, what, it was the, the, the day after the morning, saying that. Uh, it was horrible. It's horrible. Thank you for coming. I'm glad I did. Yeah, I'm glad you did. So you were one of the first, Three or four people, I think, that I told. I've done something terrible. What have you done? I've taken some drugs. Terrible. I'm laughing because it, because it was scary. I'm laughing because it was scary. Because it, that was, that was the turning point. It could have gone that way and I would be dead now or I would be still living in that flat or I would be somewhere, but there would be, here's where it would have gone. I would have had a needle in my arm if I'd have carried on. That's where it would have gone. I'm not, never did that, but. That's where it would have gone. Mm-hmm. So I was building towards. Or I could have gone the other way, and I chose to go the other way, and that's why I'm sat here now. So I'm, I'm nearly 21 months. Going to be 21 months. Well, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm a couple of weeks off 21 months, but I'm getting very close to get very close to two years. And so I got a nice house, so I got four cats. This is what I'm grateful for. All four cats, for the first time, were on my bed at the same time today. There was no fighting. There was no fighting. I've, I've, I've had three cats. I've had the two babies and Mucky, because Mucky's a big baby, right? She's a teenager. But her sister, Lucky... Uh, 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 she's got attitude. Uh, 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 but since she got locked in Betty's shed, it's not a euphemism, she's become a little bit of a baby. And this morning, I had all four cats on my bed, and it was lovely. And a little something for the boys and girls at home. I took a picture of that, and I put it on Instagram. And if you go and look at that picture... You can see my nipples. It's what's known as a thirst trap, ladies and gents. Got whatever, whatever it takes. And then get this right. I've been trolled all day. Look at your tiny nipples. I mean, it, it, look at your. But no, they do what they're com- supposed to do. I have people, which is nothing, which is feed the cats. <laughs> <laughs> people on on Instagram saying I got tiny nipples, and the next person that says I got tiny nipples is going to get a knuckle sandwich. David Babcock. Jelly-cut I think that's generous. <laughs> what is, are They're they more really, like nerds. Are they really small? Because, you know what I was going to do? Um, 
You know, the week between Christmas and not Christmas, that week, mm. that week, mm. do you know what I was going to do? I was going to go and get my nipple pierced so that I could go now, have a look at this, Kath, but I didn't, but I was so... Because I didn't have any baby's earrings. <laughs> I was so tempted to do it then, because I was bored. Um, oh, that's a good reason to maim yourself. I... Right, okay, all right, this is not going the way I want it to go. So let's talk to Britain's 6,982nd best um, seancist. Seancist? Is that what you call it? What do you call it? It's medium. Paranormal investigator. Oh, it's David Badcock. Good evening, David. I'm first since the car died. Are you drunk? No, I'm not. I'm tired. <laughs> hey. Ah. Look, tired. Tired, right, all right. Daddy's, Daddy's tired. Go up to bed. Daddy's tired now. I, I'm not a father. And for once, I'm not going to be Mr. Jokey, Jokey, Jokey face. No, oh. jo not Mr. Jokey, Jokey, sexually inappropriate, actually quite offensive, rude face. Okay, okay. What, just because I asked if I could kiss Kathleen on her cheeks? Have oh. you ever told jokes before on this. I didn't even know that you tried to be funny on here. No, I mean, you were taking the pee in, out of me and... That, 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 I never took the pee out of you. That was just an unfortunate... I slipped uh, uh, just as you were going to the bathroom. That is... was an accident. I've explained that and I've apologised for that. Don't I have to keep I've bringing never it urinated. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, I'm going to be serious for once because it's been a really nice vibe. A nice... Vibe. <laughs> Do it, Kath. Vibe. Vibe. You see, it's Mr. Jokey Pants, isn't it? You know, vibe. Stop messing with oh, me, vibe. I like that song. Vibe. You got it, vibe. Did you hear us doing impressions of you earlier on? Yeah, I did. I don't sound like I've got plums in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't plums. I'm David Duncan, I've got the really thick in the nose. That's not how I sound, is it? That's exactly how you sound. You just sounded like that. I'm David Blackcock, and I've got my really thick in the nose. Can I please be serious, please? No, David Babcock, and I got that where it's fucking over. Go on, tell us something serious, Go on, David. Tell us something serious tonight, then. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Here's the telephone number to call. <laughs> Is he doing the French <laughs> <with> me? Yeah! <laughs> Is it good? It's pretty good. <laughs> You're an uncanny mimic, Babcock. All right, all right, David, let's do it. You be me. And I'm, I'm not the love cock ever. No, because I'm, I'm trying to be blunt. I'm not the love cock ever. I'm trying to be serious. My name's Ian Lee. This is Captain Bowen. Listen to Late Night on the Alternative on Tell Radio. Phew. What was that? That was a stab. Am I on the radio? <laughs> Oh, who's this then? Is, that, is Kathleen there? I want a liquor. <laughs> <laughs> it's David Alcock. I got Derek Akora here with me and Sam. Sam's, Sam's up sexy and got a job now. Um, Too soon, man. Who can I be? What do you mean, who can you be? You're me. No, I'm gonna. Oh, no, I thought we were doing impersonations. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got one. Okay, you got to guess who I am. Right. Um, oh, hello there, John Wayne. <laughs> And lay us around to join to but pull my fingers, I'm waiting. Oh, Jimmy Savile. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon! Anyway, do the serious thing. Go on. Right. 
I would say, on average. We'll come to this after these messages. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. How do you and it's Chuck Winkle, John Wayne. <laughs> Robert Ducky, John Wayne. Oh, John Wayne, it's Chuck Winkle, eh? It's right, test here in the US of A. Oh, it's bringing, bringing busy on the uh, freeways over in New York City, Alabama. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, are you, are you a Chuck Winkle fan? No, I like him, yeah, but why are you doing impressions of him when I'm on the line? Because he's funny. Stupid. Yeah, he is funny, isn't he? Funny guy. Anyway, can I be serious? Please. I wait. don't know, can you? <laughs> but you've got to be serious Have because I've got I've actually got some breaking news. Right. We are at war. No. Um but it's getting closer. Nine rockets hit Al Assad Air Base, which hosts American forces in western Iraq. That was ages ago. Seven minutes ago. Really? Yes. Oh, Maybe Chuck will ring you later. Well, let's hope he doesn't make any jokes about it, otherwise he might get in trouble. Now. Uh, right, come on. Yeah, here we go. Here serious, we go. Serious time, everyone. Right. This is it. I would say... Yes, sir. ...that we, and I'm speaking for myself, but I, I'm thinking <laughs> it's probably the same for everybody else. Have you been smoking um, Wacky Backy? Jazz fags. No. I'm bloody tired. I'm just going to ask you just not to speak to my my friend Catherine in that tone of voice. It's quite aggress. A little bit aggress. I'm tired. Get it. Oh, gosh. I've used that voice with the children before. I'm tired. Get Get it. it. You get it. I'm tired. I've been talking to ghosts and sexing chickens all day, John Wayne. Oh, I've got to mix them two up. Sorry. Mix the two up. Anyway, go on. I found, by the way, I got sent, um, put your fingers in your ears, David. I got sent a very interesting bit of mobile phone footage of David earlier on. What? I'm not going to say what it is, but let's just say it's funny. I'll show it to you is later. It's incriminating. It, it, well, I don't think it's illegal, but it's, 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 um, I'll show you later. It's brilliant. Sorry, David, carry on. Right. Don't, right. Leave that. Right. I think we spend about 85% of our days with negative thoughts in our minds, whether it be jealousy... But, oh, Jesus, I'm trying to be bloody serious. Also, can, can, you, not, can you take me out of your wee? Because I, I don't... <laughs> We've got Paul McKenna on the line. We've got a set of, What's that? Is it Tony Adam? Tony Martin? No, he's the, the, the fellow that shot that lad in the back, wasn't he, when he robbed his house. Um, the, 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 tra- he was the guy yeah, that shot I the remember. The, um, who's the guy? There's a documentary about him on Netflix, yeah. The Self-Help... Oh, he's got into trouble. Well, Exactly. Um, that, what, the point I'm trying to make that should have been a very throwaway off-the-cuff point that would have been funny... Tony Robbins. What have we got there? Tony Robbins? Good one. Your turn. Me? Yeah. I don't know what you're on about. Just, just, just carry on. 85% right. of what? 85% of all gay people should be what? 85% of the time, we're thinking negative. We're worrying, we're being jealous. We're being angry. I'm not. And We're ignoring our children. I've not got a child. There you, you go. Don't. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> Genuinely angry. <laughs> well, he's in the 85% time. He's <laughs> so angry. This is the tensest phone call I've had in go a on, long time. Carry on, David. Don't, yes, sir. Don't pay any attention to him. <laughs> Stop it. Stifle that. <laughs> 
Every once in a little while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what you reminded me? I watched The Lady in the Van over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so it's great. Have you seen it before? Yeah, it's but good, I still it? love it. It's good, isn't it? It's so good. Every uh, once in a while, I'll say to Mother... Oh, Mother, I've burnt the toast. <laughs> oh, Mother, Peter Cook's died. And she'll say, I never did like him much. He's a mocky so-and-so. Mm. Every once in a while, I think it's <laughs> pro pro proactive to it's, it's just fill, cram your head full of positive thoughts. Oh, yeah. And when I do that, I feel a jolly fellow indeed. When, when, when do you do that? <laughs> I'm flipping it. And when you, you pair like a couple of bloody kids. Get to bed. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! Right, go on, get to your point, go on. You've seen things running through your head. Who are you gonna call? David Babcock! An invisible man sleeping in your bed. Who are you gonna call? David Babcock! 7% of all chickens are born with one eye. I want to climb the Antarctic mountain. I can't do it. I can't do it. What? What's he doing? Got one. I, Got... I'm afraid of no ghost. Yes. What, so what's the point? 85% of the time we're miserable. He so tries other, not to be. The other 15% of the time we're okay. No, just try and think positive. I'm good. All right. Brilliant. Thanks very much. Check call, David. Uh, Wise so words. Wise just, words. So David's words are just try and think positive. Just and try and think positive. That'll cure depression, anxiety, maybe even a little bit of cancer. We just don't know. We just don't know. I think you should go and see your doctor for all those I things. would suggest. I would suggest, yes. <clears throat> um, oh, I saw a nice sign in a cafe today. Took Did a picture you? Of it. Yeah, I, I, I got permission to take a picture of it because there was an irony of me taking a picture of it with my phone. Um, please end phone calls before ordering. Thank you. I like that. I mean, I like the that. fact you have to ask. I like that. Because the number of times you see people, yeah, no, no, isn't it? Can I get a large coffee, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 not one of those, one of those. Yeah, no, honestly. I hate it. And in shops, and in super, everywhere. Just, just put your phone down. Talk, hello, yeah, can I get, um, I'm going to get an Americano with a dash of milk. Well, and I mean, no, not can I get. Oh, jeez, here we go. Here we go. Go on. Because you could go and get it, but then you do someone out of a job. Here we go. Please, may I have? That'll, oh, that's fine. Oh, for cry, crying out loud. You really are. You make me sick, and I'll tell you why. Go you on. You've got me very angry, and I think Catherine's going to get you very angry, dear listener. All the people that message me. I will I'll finish talking. Um, all the people that message me and say, oh, Catherine's my favourite. Well, yep. I'm about to blow that one out of the water. You Seriously, won't. have been considering for a long time returning... To vegetarianism. I was a vegetarian for 26 years and I'm seriously considering going back to being a vegetarian. Partly for uh, selfish reasons, because it um, would be healthier. But also because um, altruistic reasons. I, I can't square the circle of killing animals for food. Yeah. It's, it's unethical. Uh, it's also it's, it helps save the planet. All of that stuff. So there's a lot of good reasons. Mm -hmm. 
And um, I was talking to Kath on the way home last night uh, via Bluetooth. We can connect our telephones to our cars via Bluetooth and then make a phone call. It's safe. And you talked to me, you bullied me. No, I never. Out of becoming a vegetarian. I you, didn't. You I said just I might as well carry on eating meat. No, I just told you about an interesting thing I'd heard. Dr. Diana Fleischman talking to Adam Buxton on, on one of his recent Come podcasts. On. Well, she just got some interesting views on things. You know, I think it's great that you want to be healthy and I think that okay vegetarianism may be back for you and I must admit when we tried cutting out meat for a while I felt better and I was pleasantly surprised at the way vegetarian cuisine has come on let's be honest but why not become a vegan this was it you said no 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 it's not what you said why not become a vegan you, you said, might as well become a vegan it's not what you said it's no good unless you become a vegan that's what you said <laughs> you said there's I didn't I said she said you said there's no point in doing it unless you're going to become a vegan because of eggs and milk well the egg I mean I hope David Babcock's listening because he needs to take a long hard look at himself according to Dr. Diana Fleischman mm. you know the way the egg industry works it's very cruel to chickens it's no, they have no kind of life and they're mostly working to provide eggs for the likes of you who are cutting out everything else. So, an well, egg no, a day... And they're providing eggs for you who I, eats eggs. I know, but I'm not bothered. <laughs> <laughs> I am. But, um, you know, eggs coming from chickens, from the same chicken every uh, day, a, a diff they're not supposed to have an egg a day. That's not No, they don't eat it. Natural for chicken. You're not supposed to eat an egg they're a day. They're not supposed to pop go one to out a day. On a work, go not, to work on an egg. It's not a very nice life, even if they're allowed <clears> to roam about. They're not supposed to have an egg a day. Right. Catherine but says, also, I said, is, is it, you are, you doing it, are you doing it on the grounds of um, animal welfare? And, and then I said, oh, yeah, this Dr. Diana Fleischman. Please stop up. saying her name. Well, I'm attributing it to her because it's her idea. But you're saying it as if it were your own last night in the car. And I got very angry. And I, and I, 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 said, and I said, you know what? I'm home now. Goodbye. And I hung up on her because she really, um, you'd sucked uh, all of the wind out of my sails. I said it's very good to be thoughtful of living creatures, but actually, you know, that thing with the chickens and the eggs, it's a lot crueler than eating a beef cow. Beef cow has a nice life, according well, to the doctor. Stop saying beef cow, it's like saying moo cow. No, rather than a dairy cow. They have a very nice you life. You called it a milk cow last night. No, I didn't. You did, actually. I never. You, you did. did. You did. You did. You did. Do, do you know what? I'm home now. I'm cutting you off. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So basically, it's a I'm good idea. Go for it. I'm not going to become a vegetarian because Catherine has belittled. No, because well, I belittled... had a podcast and told you about it. Yeah, no, but you got really angry. I never. I never got angry. I don't get angry just told you something interesting and you didn't like it. Oh, you said, there's no point in being a vegetarian. And you said it in that really annoying way that you do quite often. You mean when I'm being right? When you talk. And, and you said there's no Same point... Thing. You said there's no point in being a vegetarian if you're not going to be vegan, so you might as well carry on. I never said that. That was your deduction. Oh, well, so what do you mean then? You said there's no point in being a vegetarian, just you might as well be vegan. Just saying that vegetarianism... It's still, still cruel. Still, there's still cruelty still cruel. involved, unfortunately. The way that so, we use animals... So, guys, I'm carrying on being a meat eater because of her. Because of that. That? I'm an animal. You're being cruel to me. What's this? I mean, even people who are vegans are cruel to animals, really, because you have to be careful. You have to wash your vegetables and insects are animals. What's this? What's this? What's this? What's going on here? What life do they have? 
dear. Don't, don't fall down that rabbit hole. Um, so I'm going to carry on eating meat. I'm not going to be a vegetarian. It's just an idea that I had, that I something I was working on to improve myself personally. Do you know what else she said? She was said, it, if you eat Kentucky Fried Chicken or delicious. some such other such products containing meat, <clears throat> then you've got no right to be cross about um, uh, trophy hunters because actually you're eating for entertainment, you're killing for entertainment as well. Well, if you love this woman so much, you should probably go and marry her. Just found have, her interesting. Uh, and have some tofu for your wedding cake. Just, well... Go and have some tofu for your um, wedding why cake you being with this so, woman. Why are you being so mean about vegetarians? Because you, you want me to kill animals. I don't. Who dung it? Baffled villagers have turned detective to try to nail a mystery manure dumper. 0344-499-1000. The culprit has tipped a dozen piles of poo up to 50 feet long and 6 feet high. Great stinking mounds have been left near a 13th century church and village green and block roads in Bishop... County Durham. I always thought County Durham was in Ireland. No, you're thinking County Down. No, I'm not. I'm thinking of County Durham. Well, I just you're got an idiot it. then. Well, no, I'm not an idiot. I just don't know. Oh, because I don't know where County Durham is. I'm an idiot. What has gotten into you today? What has gotten into you? I'm having me 85% time. <laughs> Locals have set up a committee to hunt the phantom. So it's a phantom that does it, who only strikes at night, who only shites at night. <laughs> Local Paul Frost, 68, said... Uh, these aren't just... Oh, you from Ireland? No, he's not. He's from County Durham. In Ar Ireland? No, they These one. aren't just small piles. They're mountains of manure. <laughs> it's totally out of hand. At first we thought it was a farmer leaving it in one spot before moving it to a field. But the heap grew more and more... Uh, uh, the heap grew and more and more steaming piles started appearing in different locations. God knows where it comes from. It comes from the, the butt. Is it cow or um, horse? I cannot answer that question. Isn't Imagine it? if it's a giant cow or horse. It's just one. Imagine it's a giant Simon Cowell. Yeah. Richie Wall, chef at the village's Blue Bell Inn. Blue Bell Inn, excuse me. Blue <laughs> Bell Inn, excuse me. Excuse me. That was a genuine mistake. Said, to be sure, everybody's talking about it. Oh. It's a fact on every road in Tet Village. Oh, it's oh, clearly yeah. someone with a big trailer. <laughs> so it comes from the trailer. As there's an awful lot of it. Councillor Brian Jones, oh, from the Rolling Stones. Oh, there we do. This is the this is a phoneme. Members of bands whose names rhyme with the band. Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones. Oh, this could be there could be there could be some good ones here. None of the Beatles rhyme. Mick Fleetwood. <laughs> Idiot. Um. Uh. Uh, 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 maybe that's the only... Maybe Brian Stone, Jones of the Rolling Stones is the only one. Uh, uh, that's the only one. Councillor Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones called in Darlington Borough Council to clean up the latest mess. He urged locals to call the authorities or cops. Call the cops. Call the cops. If they see anything suspicious, he added, we'll, we'll have to catch the guilty party in the act. I mean, it's, it wouldn't be hang any, on, hang on. anything suspicious. It'd be someone dumping manure. Hang on. There's a joke at the end of this story. It's the only way we'll get to the bottom of this. Oh, dear. Tell me another one. Pull the other one. Pull the other one. <laughs> it's got bells on it. So be sure it has got bells on it. I do good accents. Well. Pick a country. Not necessarily at the right time. Pick a country. Um, okay. Uh, Australia. Hello, mate. You fancy even a guy at the barbecue with me? The what now? 
me and my wife cooking a barbie, and I'd like to invite you over to cuddle the kangaroo. We call them kangas over here. Oh, all right. Now, here's a tricky one. New Zealand. Would you like some fashion chaps, mate? <laughs> it's not that tricky. It's not tricky. That's how they do it. Hello, mate. Would you like some fashion that, chaps? That's quite a good South African. Now do... Oh, get lost. Do South African. I want to get on the slide, m'lady. <laughs> I want to get on the slide, m'lady. French. I would like to go on the slide, m'lady. That's French Roger Moore. I would like to go on the slide, my lady. Okay. Do Geordie. Well, that's not a country, mate. I did say, I did say pick a country. That's not a country, so uh, one nil to me. Country Durham, apparently. <clears throat> okay. Let's go to my favourite uh, streamer uh, du jour. Ollie, good evening, Ollie. Hi, um, Kath. Hello. Uh, although, Ollie, I was watching a little bit of Limmy during the news, and he's freaking oh. out because someone's donated £400 to him. Oh, my God. And he's, he's freaked out. <laughs> yeah, it, it, well, you wouldn't notice it. You wouldn't notice it. <laughs> it's dropping the ocean. Uh, yes, I, 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 uh, I donated five subs to Ollie's stream today. Didn't get a thank yeah. you for it, and that's absolutely fine. I don't what? do it for the uh, thanks. <laughs> I did say thanks. You did say thanks. You did say thanks. What you got for us, man? Um, you said veganism, and because I'm a vegan, I heard it, and yeah. I thought I'd better bring my opinions. Veganism, it's pronounced veganism. Do you ever, do you ever worry that you are terribly cruel to sort of, um, the oh, things no. that should be eating those lettuces? Not really. Oh, thank you. Can I just say thank you to Janine and Mark, Matt and Luke Goss of Bross. Oh, we got a little game here! Al, Kylie Minogue of the Pogues doesn't work, okay? But Matt and Luke Goss of Bross, that works. Uh, pop stars whose names rhyme with their band. Mm. Ollie, yes. How do you feel about Catherine talking me out of becoming no, a vegetarian? No, no. Let him speak. Well, let me speak. You can you can speak oh. any time you want after one o'clock. Ollie's turn now. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um... I think you should do what you can, but I don't know why you're so against just being vegan. You might as well. Excuse me, why are you having a go at me? You might as well be vegan. He's I'm not, the same yeah. as no, me. No, I'm not against <laughs> being... I'm not, I'm not against why being not vegan. Why not then? Yeah. I like cheese. And that's all the You can get yeah, vegan, vegan cheese, cheese now. You can't, you can't. Here's the um, thing. Why are you having a go... Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was considering being a vegetarian... And I'm the bad guy. Yeah. Kath was. Yeah, so I saw her. I saw her chomping down on a big old sausage earlier on. <laughs> you didn't. I was private. Uh, do you need cheese every single day? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah. Why are you having a go at me? I'm not, here's the options. Here are the options, Ollie. Right? There yeah, are two okay. options. There are two options. Option one: I continue in my lifestyle now and I eat meat. Option two yeah. is I become a vegetarian. There is no third option where I become a vegan. That's not an option. You could be vegan some days, couldn't you? You could be veggie half the week and vegan the other half. Why don't... So, I'm so Just sorry. Just give the chickens a rest. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Why are you not having a go at Catherine, who's not making any plans to change her meat-eating lifestyle? Know, let I'm the cool. man speak. Let me speak. You don't know about that. Stop talking for me. <laughs> oh, what's your plans, Catherine? Good question. Secret plans. <laughs> She's going to carry on eating meat. But yet you're choosing to have a go at me. Oh, yeah. that's. I, I've got that before. Sorry? Where, where they're like, oh, look, why didn't you do this when they're not even doing it themselves? Yeah. What's he talking, what's yeah. he talking about now? Is this rambling? <laughs> what is it? Why has he become the victim of this? Who are these people that are telling him to do stuff? Let's find out more. Okay. No, they, used to, they used to, when I ate meat, and they were like, they were telling me um, that I should become vegan when I was a bit more, when I was having, like, I was flexy. They said, oh, you should. But you're married now, though, aren't you? 
Yeah. Do you, so you don't, you're not, are you flexy with, I don't know, it's not none of my business. Nothing me. <laughs> so, but hang on, but I don't understand. I'm considering becoming a vegetarian again, yeah. right? And yeah. you're having a go at me. I'm not having a go. But there you, you are. Some days. And, and there I is a woman over there who is yeah. continuing to eat meat. Yeah. And you, you're not in any way suggesting yeah. that she becomes a vegetarian. Thought, I'm the well, bad guy. I thought we were having a grown-up conversation I'm about the options. Ba- I'm the bad well, guy. Cass can have a go at you. I can have a go at you and Cass. I'm not having a go at anyone. I don't yeah, know why anyone's no. having a go at me. I'm just giving <laughs> you. I'm just giving you some facts. But if you don't, don't like you the facts, both, why don't you both have some vegan days? That's all you need. A few vegan days. Well, why, I, I can, why I can go okay. out there without cheese. That's okay. fine by me. Well, why don't I become a vegetarian? Yeah, you can. And then have. Can I? Is that oh, Ollie said I can become a vegetarian. <laughs> Thank you, Ollie. Yeah. Oh, mate. Thank you so well, much. Wait, I really because, appreciate that. Because do do that because chickens don't matter, do they? But yeah, I don't eat chickens. Yeah, I eat their cruel. periods. Periods. Yeah, but, um, they're forced to have. Speak. <laughs> Gals are still like um, imprisoned into milking and yeah. you know have pus and blood coming into the milk and stuff. Oh, jeez. Can we please? I don't drink milk. <laughs> And the cheese. I imagine it goes into the cheese as well, blood and pus. Mm. I like blood and pus, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I like the taste of it, okay? It's one of my favourite things. Is that right? But what is so bad about so like a couple of days? That's you need. A couple of days without the cheese. Without Ollie, do you not feel bad about eating bread? Where's that on the... Because of the yeast, it's got a life. The yeast has got a life? It's a, it's a joke. No, it's alive. Yeast is alive, yeah. Has it got a sensual nervous system? This is what... Essential, oh, okay, essential so you nervous You discriminate system. between whether a life is worth living or not. Yeah. You make that well, decision as you're necking pain, it. Sorry, it sorry, Ollie. Tonight's show is being co-hosted by James Whale and Nick Ferrari <laughs> rolled into one. <laughs> sorry, I forgot to mention that. <laughs> Jeez. You, well, yeast can't feel pain. The yeast does not well, have a memory. Have you asked... The yeast does not have emotion. Have you asked the yeast? The yeast is not an alien. You can tell by a, a, by biology. Have you done the biology? Things. Yes, why not? Let's say. Okay, no, please, now we've got into the fantasy <laughs> zone. Good, good, good day to you, Ollie. Why am Take I, your Petri dish with you. Why am I, why am I being attacked <laughs> when I'm considering giving up meat? Do yeah, right, I, it's a compromise. I still eat cheese and eggs. Yeah. It's a compromise. But I'm being attacked... You're allowed there to chomp on a burger or a Greg's anytime you want. What a world. What a world. I don't this... know. I'm eating healthily oh, at the moment. Dear God, this is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Thank you, Lance. Peter, Chris of Kiss. Oh, there's something in this. Band members who rhyme with the name of their band. We've got Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones, Matt and Luke Goss of Bross, Peter Chris Kiss. I can't think of a single... Uh, can't think of a single one. What have you got, Catherine Boyle? Uh, this. A US study has found that... Study. Those who never set foot in a place of worship own two pets on average, while faithful Ooh. worshippers have 14. At uh, 1.4, sorry. I saw this yesterday, yes. Okay, go on. Churchgoers are less likely to own a cat than atheists. Okay, well, I know who I'd rather hang out with. 
because partly because some of the latter sea cats is a god substitute, according to research. What? what? No, that's nonsense. No one does. Owning a pet is said to replicate some of the benefits of joining a faith community, and while cats are pretty low maintenance, we end up serving them a lot, an American academic has pointed out. A study of more than 2,000 people in the United States found that those who never set foot in a place of worship own two pets on average, while faithful worshippers have 1.4. How can you? It's not much of a... It's not much of a difference. Difference, really. I think they're, they're kind of clutching at straws at this. It also noted a strong negative association <clears throat> between worship attendance and cat ownership, adding that frequent worship attendees and the most conservative evangelical, evangelicals... <laughs> Let go of my fewer, evangelicals. <laughs> ...report owning fewer pets. Hang on, I'm confused. One of those sentences suggested that having a cat meant... You were less likely to be... Yeah. ...religious... I suggest we file that story under... Under balls. Bullshine, indeed. All right, do you want one about a man who shot himself in the with his own gun? Hidden in his trousers? When uh, I worked in Pakistan, and our security was the local police, and they were all, it was all bent. It was all uh, bent as in corrupt. Um, a lot of uh, backhanders and stuff. And one day we were all having lunch, and uh, the novelty of having dal... Uh, but wore off after the first week. We were there for three months. We're having lunch in these like big tents and stuff, and uh, and then there was a gunshot, and we were terrified because we'd had a lot of threats, <clears throat> bomb threats and stuff there. So we were terrified and froze. And someone came in. Don't worry, it's just one of the police on the security just shot himself in the foot, yeah. and he'd been like messing around with his gun, and he shot himself in the foot. Those guys were in charge of our security. Wow. Crazy. This is a bloke who was caught on CCTV camera on a bus he was trying to rob. He fumbled with what appeared to be an assault rifle tucked into the front of his jeans. No, 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 never, never. The video shows the man struggling to get the gun out as it caught on his T-shirt and jumper. Seconds later, the weapon fires off and goes flying towards the ceiling of the bus. The thief is flung towards the floor of the vehicle and appears to cower by chairs as stunned passengers look around. Uh, police say the incident happened in the town of Tlajomulco de Zuniga in Jalisco, western Mexico. Video of the shooting appears to have been recorded on December 27th. Black and white footage, which went viral on social media, begins with the gunman and another man boarding together. Witnesses told local media that the men got off the bus together at the next stop, with the injured gunman appearing disorientated. So what did he shoot? Is well, it was in his trousers. Okay, so we th we, the, the, the story is implying it's his genital, yeah, but it's but probably got... his, car, his sh sh um, thigh or something. It feels like a glancing blow to me. Yeah. I'm not medically trained anymore, but yeah. Um, yeah. If he managed to walk off the bus, you would suggest it probably didn't get his... Um... Yeah. Can I just say Method Man of the Wu-Tang Clan? <laughs> Thank you, Paul. I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I'll take it. Um, Method Man of the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, if you've ever shot yourself... I, because <clears throat> bullets don't always kill. Mm. It depends on the size of the bullet, and obviously it depends on where the bullet hits you. Some people have had bullets go right through them, and they've survived. Yeah. They're fine. It depends what the bullet is. Here as well. will be a. There's nothing here, is there? I'm pointing to sort of uh, about four inches to the left of my navel and down half an inch. There's nothing here. So if that went through well, there, and gone, came up, wouldn't that go through your kidneys? Kidneys are in your kid back. Kidneys are up here, aren't they? Dunno. Your kidneys are up here. Your where's your liver well, these days? I mean, there's a lot of vital stuff in there. Here, through there, though, I think you'd be okay. 
I would take a bullet there. I would too. I would love. I would love. Would love to wear a bulletproof vest and have someone shoot me at point blank range. It hurts. Yeah. And well, it can yeah. point blank range. Point blank range. With what? With a gun. Well, I want them to shoot me at point blank range with a gun. It wouldn't. Uh, I don't think it would be bulletproof for that. That's what they do. That's how they test them. No. That's how they test them. You get someone with a bulletproof vest, someone with a gun, and they stand at point black range, and they shoot you. No. And you go, oh, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. And then you have a big bruise. Nonsense. You're going to be telling me you would like to be shot with um, one of those old-fashioned cigarette cases in your pocket. Or a Bible, or a picture of it happens. Judy Wooney. <laughs> it happens. It happens. I've seen video footage of it. it you go on YouTube. No. Oh, in, a documentary, is type it? Type in bulletproof vest shot at point black range, <laughs> and you see what comes up. And it literally, as close as we are now. No, I don't yes. believe it. The Kevlar, um, Kevlar is amazing now. It's amazing. My worry would be, though, that they'd sneeze and they'd shoot me in the head. Yes. No, well, you're doing it wrong anyway. Because you can't shoot someone with a, a pistol. Got, I'm, not, I'm using my fingers, yeah. I haven't got a gun here. You can't point a finger pistol even with one hand. You have to... No, you... That's... I, uh, you, I know people. I know... I know people. Good evening, Roger. Good evening, Ian and Catherine. Hello. Uh you're right, Catherine. Of course I am. About what? There was a couple in, I think, I can't remember if it was America or South Africa. Right, already this story <laughs> no, is very, very it, it paper happened. thin, yes? It, it, was, it was big news. They, want to, they were trying to grow their YouTube channel and they did film the, the, the young lady shot her boyfriend uh, well, he was wearing uh, one of those at point blank, pretty much point blank range. Killed him. Right. Okay. But then I'm watching a Euro News journo shot at point blank range, testing a new bulletproof jacket, and he's fine. Exactly. <laughs> it depends on the gun. It depends on the bullet. It depends on the 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 jacket. But you can be shot at point blank range. I wouldn't count on it. Does, does that guy die? Well, he's got a new one. Yeah, so it can... It, and it depends on the I bullet. I didn't say when they came out. <laughs> I said it happened. The technology... Does the technology... Very simple question. Stay out of this, Roger, for a second. Does the technology exist, yes or no? Well, in this particular instance, obviously, yes. So, so yes. There we go. Yes, I'm watching no, another no, one now. Let's see how this turns out. Conversation Ooh. is ended. Conversation... Is he alive? He is, yeah. Right. Conversation is ended. I was right. Roger, point number two, please. Point number two, you're on a losing battle arguing with Ollie, Ollie about diet, to be honest. He's trying to, he's been, he tries to regulate my caffeine intake. But granted, during the last few days, he may have got a point, although I've not drank much tea. Why? But I don't understand why I was being attacked, viciously and cruelly attacked, because I was simply considering not paying men to put metal bolts through sheep's heads. That's all I was doing. Sheep? Sheep's heads and mm. cows' heads. That's all I was doing. I could uh, grass him up, but I won't. That's all I was doing. Has he eaten meat recently? No, but the first rabbit hole we attended, that was the first time I'd met him in person. Yeah. And I was too nervous to go to the burger bar uh, counter yep. to order myself. Terrifying places. 
so he got went and got the burger for me. Oh. So he he basically he supported the killing machine. Yes. Thank you, Roger. That will um, yeah. that will stay on our records for quite some time. Mark's tweeted us. I have no idea what this tweet is about. Can I read it, Catherine? Go on. And can you let me know if, it if means I've anything. said something that this refers to? Go on. Mark says, band members with names that of the band that are were in Johnny Ramone, Jerry Ramone, Dee Dee Ramone, and Tommy Ramone of the Ramones. Was I asking for band members with names that of the band that are were in? Um, or was I asking for band members whose names rhymed with the band? Can I just check my records? Please do. Band I'm just a bit confused. members that... Band members with names that of the band that are slash were in. That are slash were in. No. No, no. Okay. Mark, um, delete your account. You've been reported. 0344 499... 1,000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Very quickly, a little story before we go to the news. A little story that I just think is important. Yeah. By the way, I know one of the people that's in The Masked Singer. I know it. I know it. Cause, and I'm going to be so vague here. But I was talking to someone who works with someone who works with a lot of people. I was talking to someone who works with, with some people. And this person I was talking to said something that allowed me, and I'm not going to give away any more clues, okay? Because this person could go to prison for this. What? This person could you, you, go to prison. Because the masked singer... I know somebody who works with people who told me something, who said, let something slip, that made me go, ah... Is it Dame Kelly Holmes? And that person went, I can't say anything. But it wasn't Dame Kelly Holmes. But because of what they said and a little bit of research I did afterwards. God, look at the state of meatloaf. Isn't it a shame? Um, I know one of the people that's in The Masked Singer. Ooh. Yeah. I know one of the people. If you want me to tell you, I will tell you privately. Is it CeeLo Green? Uh... It, uh CeeLo Green is possibly one of the people. No, he's not. Um, is any, can you just keep an eye on what's happening in the world? Because <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Winkle's just tweeted me, it's all kicking off. Wow. So, but can you just keep an eye on if anything... Iran's... Okay, this is the breaking news. Iran says it carried out the missile attack on Iraqi base where US troops are stationed. Mm-hmm. Holy jackamole. Um, I'm getting that from, from, uh, from Twitter, but I'm getting that from a world news feed. Um, so uh, we'll keep an eye on that. We'll keep an eye on that, guys. We'll keep an eye. We'll, we'll still have fun in the next hour, as is our want. We will have fun in the next hour. But we will, of course, keep an eye on the uh, situation that's going on there. Catherine will... Um, you're, you're, you're nodding and biting your bottom lip. Are we, are we taking the rest of the week off? Is that, what, is that what's happening? Because well, we can't afford to, guys. We can't have a war. Because I really can't afford any more time off. God. Here's the thing. Go on. Uh, this is from the New York Times. Iran says it's five, <clears throat> five missiles at an American base in western Iraq. The fear... 
Iran attacked an American airbase in uh, western Iraq early Wednesday, Iranian official news media and United States officials said. The start of what Iran had promised would be retaliation for the killing of a top Revolutionary Guards commander. But that was last week. Wednesday, did you say? What day are we say? Tuesday. It's Wednesday for America. No, it's not. They're behind us. They're behind us. But this is when... They're behind us. It's, it's still Tuesday. They, Iran fired some missiles. There were some missiles that were fired last Early week. Early Wednesday. No, this is two, updated two minutes ago. Wait, but it's not Wednesday. Oh, maybe it's Wednesday, it's Wednesday there. Wednesday in Iran. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, go in on. In Iraq, sorry. Go on. Um, the fierce revenge by the Revolutionary Guards has begun, Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps said in a statement on a Telegram channel. Okay. Iranian news media reported the attack hours after the remains of the Commander Major General Qasim Soleimani were returned to his hometown in Iran for burial. Hussein Soleimani, the editor-in-chief of Mash Greg, the main Revolutionary Guard's news website, said the short-range ballistic missiles had been fired at the American airbase at Assad in Anbar province, western Iraq. One American official said six rockets had landed at Assad airbase but couldn't confirm that they were missiles. Iraq's Joint Military Command said seven rockets had hit the base. Iranian officials said the attack began at 1.20 a.m., the time that General Soleimani right. was killed by the American okay. drone at Baghdad Airport. Uh, let's get a news update. Uh, let's see if there's anything in there about it. Um, um, we'll, we'll talk about that a bit more when we get back. I think there might still be some room to, to kind of do some silly stuff and take our minds off of this, but... We'll keep our eyes on this, definitely, and we'll, we'll, we'll have a little look, see if we can find any more. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Who has made a covenant with the night, and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut, after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, okay, so just a little recap, and we're just seeing if we can find anybody that <laughs> might know what the hell's going on. First things first, don't panic. Don't panic. This may mean nothing for us, and there's certainly nothing to be worried about this evening. This evening we're safe, and uh, we are secure, and, um, you know, I'm just giving you this as the news. And uh, I'm not doing this in any way to try and scare people or to try and uh, create panic or to even create some jingoistic fervour. You know, I'm just doing this to report the news. This is from the BBC website. Um, and this is from seven minutes ago. An airbase housing US and coalition troops in Iraq has been hit by rockets, according to US security sources. The... Um, I mean, this might, there might even be a newer one. It's difficult, isn't it? When you've got a breaking story like this, um, th- 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 suddenly it all happens so quickly. And it all, here we go. Let's get this from... Let's go from The Independent from three minutes ago, because this is a little bit more up to date. Iran has claimed responsibility for a barrage of missiles that struck a joint US-Iraqi airbase late on Tuesday. State TV said Tehran's Revolutionary Guard... Now we're getting lots of pop-ups. What a world. Uh, Revolutionary Guard had fired tens of warheads at Al-Assad base in revenge for the death of Qasem Soleimani. Sol- Soleimani. Probably said that wrong. American Defense Secretary Mark Esper told reporters Soleimani had been planning an attack within days and was a legitimate target. 
Uh, meanwhile, US President Donald Trump has backtracked on his threat to target 52 Iranian cultural sites in military attacks, saying he would obey international law. Soleimani's burial was delayed by several hours after at least 56 people were killed, my goodness, and 213 others injured after a stampede broke out during the funeral procession in his hometown of Kerman. Dominic Raab, the foreign secretary, flew to Brussels for emergency talks with the French and German foreign ministers um, about the situation in the Middle East and the escalating conflict. Um, Okie dokie. So that's where we are at the moment. Um, uh, I'm being told that video seems to show US anti-missile system intercepting missiles. So I hope they didn't make it, not many made it through. Um, it's rubbish, isn't it? It really is rubbish. And it really is rubbish. Who knows what this Suleimani guy was, was going to do? Was he a legitimate target? I don't know. I uh, I haven't got a clue, but I do know that the 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 Trump is an idiot, and that it just feels like he's making the world such an unsafe place. And of course, if if it seems logical that Iran would fire back, right? I'm not in any way justifying any of this, but imagine if we'd been bombed by a foreign country and it killed uh, the head of our army, or you know. Prince Philip, or something like that. You know, someone big and important. We would fire back, right? We would, it would be very difficult to uh, not retaliate in some way. So you kind of can understand, not justifying it for one second, please. Now is a really good time to practice your listening skills. But you can kind of understand why the Iranians would choose to do something like that. I'm pontificating and I'm guessing, and I don't really know. that there's, there's, We talked about this before, the stresses and the strains in that part of the world. Here's what we'll do, right? I know Kath is trying to find someone who can come on who actually has a little bit of knowledge about the area and about the situation. Because there's no point in me just sitting here and guessing, right? Because what do I know? I don't know anything. So I know Catherine is trying to find someone. So hopefully we will have... Um, I was going to say expert, but hopefully we will have someone who can explain a little bit more what is going on. Because I do think it is important that we look at this. What I'm going to do is I'm going to sit and go through some of the other stories that I found in the newspapers. But the first hour of this show was was really interesting in that people were phoning up to um, talk about sobriety, to talk about um, community, and to talk about gratitude lists, three things they're grateful for. And it'll be kind of nice with this horrible news going on at the moment, it would be kind of nice if we could carry on that vibe a little bit. So I'm going to suggest, if you want to, now is a great time to list three things that you're grateful for. Now is probably the best time to list three things that you are grateful for. 0344 499 1000. Do call in as well if you are nervous about this situation with Iran and America. Call in and I shall do my best to um, calm you down a little bit. Because I genuinely... 
it's horrible and it's unpleasant. I think we're probably, you know, being here at this precise second in time, I think we're pretty safe. Okay? I think we're pretty, pretty safe. 0344 499 1000. And I feel kind of compelled to, to, to ask this, although I suspect not many of my listeners, our listeners, would have an opinion on this. But, but I'm really worried. The thing I'm worried about is that our Prime Minister is a watered down version of Donald Trump, right? He's like the, um, uh, what do you call the, uh, Amy, what do you call the, the medicine that isn't really medicine when it's a little white tablet, but it doesn't do anything for you. Not a placebo. Begins with an H. Homeopathic. Thank you. D- 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 Boris Johnson is kind of the homeopathic version of, of Donald Trump in that he's a completely watered down version. And I do worry that in some kind of penis measuring competition, in some kind of trying to sort out trade now that we are separating from Europe and moving closer to America, I do worry that Boris Johnson is kind of going to go gung-ho and throw us right into this mess that actually isn't our fault. And I don't really want anything to do with it. So, how would I phrase this? If I were doing a breakfast show on on a local radio show like I did, it seems obvious to me that I don't want to get involved in Iran and America. It seems obvious to me. But I'm going to ask the question, do you want Boris Johnson to get involved? I suppose. That's the question, isn't it? Do you want Boris Johnson to get involved? Involved. Uh, here we go. We've already got some people saying, um, okay, we'll tell you what, when you use a real name and when you use a real picture, we'll, uh, and when you're not, when you're someone that I haven't blocked from my own personal account, then we'll take your opinion on board. But until then, I can block you for 24 hours from this account, so that's good. So, it's, that's kind of out there, right? Do you, would you, would you support Boris Johnson if he wanted to get involved in that? I, I feel I should put that out as kind of the traditional phoning question, although I'm aware that a lot of my, uh, listeners, a lot of our listeners don't really have a, obvious opinions on those kind of things. But I feel I should put it out there. So it's out there. Would you want Boris Johnson to get involved? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. And when I say Boris Johnson, of course I mean um, the sons and daughters of, 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 of you know, working middle class and men and women. That's who I mean. Um, so we can talk about that. Uh, we will talk to someone hopefully later on, uh, possibly in New York, who knows what's going on better than, than we do. They've got our fingers crossed and Catherine is working like Billy-O to get us someone. Uh, but as you can imagine, everyone's busy. And I'm really, really, would really like to take your calls on three things that you're grateful for. Now would be a great time to celebrate gratitude, wouldn't it? So, three things that you are grateful for. 0344 499 1000. And if you're just feeling a bit scared, um, give us a call and we'll have a chat. And I will do my best to um, stop you feeling so worried. Let's take a quick break, shall we? 0344 499 1000, the late night alternative. Ian and Catherine on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Just seeing if there's um, an update, but I can't see 
any more update. But we'll keep an eye on it and we'll certainly let you know if we get anything else. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Let's go to Jack. Good evening, Jack. Hello, mate. I kind of got this theory. Go on. And in, in the, back in the day when George Bush Jr. attacked Iraq, he really did that. I mean, I know we said about weapons of mass destruction, but he really did it just to finish the job that his dad should have done. Yeah. And I've got a feeling that in this situation where we're at now, is it possible that Trump has decided that if he leaves it any longer, with Iran not playing ball over, over nuclear arms, if he leaves it any longer, will he give them the time to get the arms and then attack us? But um, Listen, Jack, it sounds like you know more about this than I do, right? I've not been following this closely, but isn't the only reason that Iran look like they're working towards nuclear weapons is because America, Trump in particular, pulled out of a deal that the whole world had come up with where Iran had said, right, we won't work towards nuclear weapons, but you've got to let us do this, this and this. And everyone said, yeah, yeah, sure, that sounds fine. But then Trump yeah. pulled out of it. I think he, I think you're right. I think he did. Well, I'm not, I know he pulled out of it. But I'm just wondering if, if the reason he's pulled out is for the same reasons. Look, we're messing around with these people. They're, they're carrying on producing uh, uranium or whatever it is that they need. And he might have it in the back of his head that oh, if he God. just lets this go too long, he, has to, he, he, he must do something about but it But they now. weren't now, making weapons, I don't though. agree with him. I don't agree with it because, for me, we've just got rid of Brexit. I think the country's <laughs> just about to get on a good footing. Possibly. And now he goes and ruins it with this. <laughs> But they were, here's the thing, right? They weren't making weapons when that deal was in place. As far as I know, and if anyone knows more than me, which is most people, 0344 499 1000, they I weren't making know, weapons. But, but also, um, you know, Trump, Trump is facing impeachment and he's got an election yeah. coming up. And he accused, he said that Obama, when Obama was facing re-election, would, he, he tweeted, you watch out, um, he's coming up for election, Obama's gonna start a war with Iran. Sad, sad, sad. Yeah. One of those things. And you just think, well, he's got an it's impeachment. Thing, it? It's exactly the same thing. And that really makes me angry. Like, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a conservative voter and a Brexit voter. But I absolutely don't agree with this. And I reckon that pretty much what you were saying about Boris, I don't think he's in agreement with it. I think he's going to feel the same as me. You know, that you've, you've, we're just getting the country oh, back online but, and never getting this rubbish. But, I, he, I honestly don't, but here's the thing, Jack, right? Because I've got a feeling Europe is not going to want to get involved because Europe were annoyed when Trump pulled out. So Europe is not going to want to get involved, right? And now that Brexit is happening and we're moving, uh, you know, still with a relationship with Europe, but a different one, and we're moving close to, to America and Boris Johnson wants these trade deals with America, I worry that he will do anything that America says to, to try and get a trade deal. Well, that, well, that would go against what Dominic Raab's first reaction was. And look, let's try and de-escalate it, let's play it down a bit, let's try and be some kind of a, of a mediator in this to bring it down. So our, our first position is not, yeah, yeah gun-ho, go, yeah. go, you know, uh, uh, go America and let's all join in. We, we haven't taken that view, I don't think. What is, and, um, and, I, and I don't believe that Boris will. I, I, I think you, he's not a stupid man. You've got more faith. Well, no, no, he's not. But you've got more faith in politicians... Um, doing what they said they're going to do. Has Boris, Boris Johnson's only said, as far as I'm aware, um, that the guy that was killed, the Suleimani guy, 
was um, was a wrong one. He said something like Suleimani w- was a, was a bad guy, and, and people shouldn't be mourning his death. He, he's not said anything since, has he? Not that I'm aware of. Because that's you know pre what? that's pre poor leadership, isn't it? Saddam Hussein was a wrong one and needed to go, but well. it should have been dealt with the first time. And at the moment, if you pull your troops out of Iraq, that's basically keeping things stable, you're going to let people like this Soleimani in. And, and again, if you pull out of Syria, where you're trying to do a job, you're going to allow yeah. Soleimani yeah. in. You're allowing these people to, to fill the vacuum. Yeah, but, now, but the vacuum, vacuum, now you're, lo- you're losing me slightly in terms of, of, of knowledge. But what I would say is, right? right no, 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 and I'm, pre- I'm not having a go. I'm not having a go. But what I would say is, I don't think, like the mo- I don't think the majority of Iranians are bad people. Uh-oh. I think the majority of Iranians are like you and are like me, and we just want to get on with our lives. And the, emer- the majority of Americans are not like Trump. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Hey, Jack, nice one. <laughs> Thank you for right. calling, mate. Bye now. Cheers, my dears. Bye now. There you go. Cheers, my dears. Um, 0344 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. What a world, isn't it, eh? What a world. Um... I don't really understand the situation in the Middle East. I don't really under... Um, um, okay, here we go. Who's, let's, let me just click on... People are sending me lots of tweets and I can't read all of them. Ah, here we go. This is from Liz Sly, who according to... She has a blue tick. And according to her Twitter feed, someone's retweeted her, who's a Washington Post Beirut Bureau chief covering Syria, Lebanon... Iraq and beyond. Um, so let's just have a look at her tweets from an hour ago. US military confirms an ongoing rocket attack at the airbase. Um, no confirmation that of the much higher. She says, This doesn't feel um, yet like a major escalation. The US military was anticipating an attack and personnel had taken cover. Iran can claim it took revenge. Feels more like... Now, here's a sentence. Feels more like an escalation to de-escalate. This doesn't yet feel like a major escalation. The US military was anticipating an attack and personnel had taken cover. Iran can claim it took revenge. Feels more like an escalation to de-escalate. Okie dokie. Um, uh, don't send me YouTube links, guys. I know you, you think it's helping, but if if you're going to send me a tweet, and you can send me a tweet, I'm looking at them, um, just to try and sum it up. Try and sum it up nicely, because I'm not really in the... Um, I'm not really able to... <laughs> I'm not really able to, to click on video links. Paul says, in years to come... Generations researching the events that led to war, steady on, steady on, will listen to this radio broadcast. What were people talking about in the minutes before World War Three? they will ask. Method man of the Wu-Tang Clan, they will reply. I, 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 there's something in that. There's definitely something in that. 0344 499 is the telephone number. We don't want to get involved in this, do we? We don't want to get involved. No, no one listening to this is thinking, yes, man. 
Yes, man, let's go out there and kick some Iranian backside. No one's thinking that. We're all thinking, aren't we? Aren't we? Don't drag us into this. Don't drag us into this. Don't drag us into this. Let's just, you know, can we not talk about this calmly and peacefully? It does feel like this is built entirely on uh, Donald Trump's ego, doesn't it? 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You find us in a weird old, uh, a weird old spot uh, this evening when um, we have learned... I'm just refreshing just to see if there's anything new coming through. Um, there's not really anything from more recently than that what we were looking at there. Um, just having a look, just having a look, just having a look. No, there doesn't seem to be anything kind of uh, new than that. We'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. And I know Catherine is desperately trying to, uh, to find somebody that can uh, come and talk to us about what's going on. But, uh, yeah, Iran, is, just in case you've just tuned in, waiting for Daryl's show, you're early for Daryl's show. Um, Iran has claimed responsibility for a barrage of missiles that struck a joint U.S.-Iraqi airbase late on Tuesday, our time. State TV said Tehran's revolutionary guard had fired tens of warheads. So there's, there's, I've seen two conflicting numbers of six missiles and 30 missiles. Um, so, you know, you take your pick. Uh, at the Al-Assad base in revenge for the death of Qassam Soleimani. American Defense Secretary Mark Esper told reporters Soleimani, Soleimani had been planning an attack within days and was a legitimate target. I don't... See, I don't... I believe very little that comes out of um, Washington these days. And you have to wonder, is there real evidence that that was going to happen? Or is that something they concocted after Soleimani had been killed by the American... Attack because I didn't. We didn't know that before. That just kind of feels like something a kid would. Oh yeah, that's what we need right now. Yes, please, Amy. We need that phone call right now. That feels the kind of, the kind of thing a, you know a, a kid would say. Why did you? Why did you? Why did you break that chocolate? Why did you break that chocolate and eat it? Uh, because it was going to eat me. Huh? Um. American Defense Secretary Mark Esper told reporters Soleimani had been planning an attack within days and was a legitimate target. Meanwhile, U.S. President Donald Trump has backtracked on his threat to target 52 Iranian cultural sites in military attacks, saying he would obey international law. That's that's all we've got at the moment. 0344-499-1000. Here's a call we need at uh, 24 minutes past midnight. Good evening, Andre. Happy New Year! <laughs> Hello, mate. How you doing? Uh, oh, me? <laughs> Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you, Andre. Oh, sorry. What with I'm you sorry. having phoned up? <laughs> I thought I was just... Because you know, I always say, who's that? Yes? And when you said, uh, Happy New Year, how are you? I thought I was saying, who's that? I didn't say Happy New Year. You said it. Andre, can you do me a oh. favour? Oh, oh, can you say Happy New Year to Give me out of it. No. Can you do so me I'm a favour? Yes. Yeah, Can you give me three things yeah. that you are grateful for? Um, 
Living, a roof above me. Living, a roof above your head. These are great ones, yeah. One more. And, and sounds right. And something to eat. That's perfect. That's perfect. We're trying to, tonight, to focus on uh, what we can be grateful for. Well, three things you're grateful for. Three things I'm grateful for. Yeah. Um, I went to a really nice Alcoholics Anonymous meeting today. Yeah, do you have a few? No, because we don't drink there. Yeah. I had a really nice (laughs) cheese toasty. Any good tomato sauce? No, I haven't got any Tommy K. I'm out of Tommy K. Oh, okay, yeah. And the first hour of the show was really, really lovely. That's good. That's that's, 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 it. I'll blow it. Oh, Ian, you know you're saying about the AA meeting? Yes. I'll put me... I'm sorry, AA, yeah? I'll put me AA... Here comes a joke about cars, yes. I'll put the AA card the cash point card, Bob. Thank you very much indeed, Andre. Let's go to Bobby. Good evening, Bobby. Hello, Ian. Hey, Bobby. How you doing? Good. Are you okay? Good. Good. What can I do for you tonight? Um, I've been listening for half of your show, I suppose. Um, and sort of with the breaking news and everything. Yeah. Um, I also thought I'd call up about the things that I was grateful for as well. Um, but I, I kind of not surprised. With this um, Iran business, really. Bobby, can I come back to you? Would you mind if I come back to you in a minute? Is that okay? Of course. Stay there. Thank you, Bobby. Uh, And we've got Alfred. Catherine has been working like Billio to try and find someone who's up at half past midnight. Who have you got for us? Well, I called America because I thought we've got no chance in any way. I want to speak to someone over there. We've got John Le Boutillier, who, of course, is a regular contributor to Talk Radio, American political columnist, pundit, and former Republican member of the United States House of Representatives from New York. All the way from New York City, one of my favourite cities in the world. Good evening, John. How are you doing? Good morning to you, and I'm I'm fine, but I'm not in Iraq, and I'm not related to a soldier on these, I believe, two different bases I've heard, Um, and it's it's ongoing as we speak, and I think the Pentagon is trying to find out if there are any American casualties, because that number of casualties, I think, will dictate what Trump does next, is he'll he'll retaliate, you know, and off we go. You so. say off we go. What does off we go mean? Does, is, is, do you mean war? Or we, 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 what does that mean in your terms? Well, I, I w- I'm just guessing that if some Americans are killed by the Iranians mm. in these rocket strikes, missiles, they're not rockets, they're missiles, then Trump will retaliate into Iran, probably at the bases from which these rockets were launched. And that's, I mean, I don't know what the definition of war is. <laughs> no, it seems now, to change, yes. Yeah, I mean, we're back and forth militarily, and then I, it sounds to me like Iran will retaliate for that. What do we so. What do we know exactly? Because we're on air, and our show, John, is, is very silly and is very lighthearted, and then someone kind of tweeted us and said, oh, you probably want to have a look at the, the news. So do, what, what, what exactly do we know? What are the facts? Okay, so I just saw an NBC News report from Erbil in northern Iraq Mm. from the chief correspondent uh, for NBC, Richard Engel. And he is monitoring, while he's there in Iraq, he's able to monitor Iranian social websites and and the Iranian government websites. 
And they have announced to the people that they have launched these uh, attacks on Americans at these bases in Iraq. So that this isn't a secret. There's no attempt to deny that they did it. They are taking credit for it. And on their television, on Iranian TV tonight, they're showing these missiles wow. flying in in the dark. It's hard to figure out what you're looking at, but I've been watching it for the last 15 minutes. And do we know so how many running. missiles there have been? Because I've no. seen a report that said six and then one that said 30. Iranian state TV says tens of missiles right. launched at base housing U.S. troops. That's the one thing that was predicted uh, that may be true, which is that <clears throat> Trump uh, assassinated a military general, obviously, last week. And so the response by Iran is against military targets of the Americans. So it's military versus military mm. so far. Um, now, American Defense Secretary Mark Esper has told reporters that Soleimani had been planning an attack within days. Do, do, do we know, do, is, have we been given any evidence to show that yet? No. And they won't because right. they'll either either they don't have it and they make it up like WMD in mm. Iraq, that whole canard, or they won't reveal it because they don't want to reveal what they call sources and methods right. of how they obtain this intelligence. It does feel a little bit like, you know, a kid's been caught breaking something and, and why did you break it? And they make up an excuse just because well, it was going to hit me. It feels a little bit... I don't know how much, I, John. I don't. I don't. I know you. You. You are Republican. I don't quite know your politics. I've heard you on talk radio. How much do we think this? How much do you think personally? This is a legitimate military action by America versus Trump trying to. You know, there's a run up to an election. There's an impeachment. These are things that that he is, he's accused other people of possibly doing in the past. How much of this is Trump's ego and how much of this is real, do we think? I think it's 100% his ego and his mental illness and the pressure he's under from all the things you mentioned, the election, the impeachment. And the Pentagon stupidly brought him a list of options in Florida last week after the American contractor had been killed and... Uh, the militia had stormed the uh, American embassy in Baghdad. And they gave him a list of options that, of how to retaliate. And in the middle of that list of options, they put in the option, apparently they put it in before, of killing General Soleimani. And Trump had rejected it in the past. But to the Pentagon's surprise last week, he chose it. And once he got his teeth around it, he wanted to do it. And, mm. of course, we did it with, I don't think, a drop of forethought about what would come next, which we're seeing now. And we're going to see more of it now because they didn't think this thing through, including killing them in Iraq. That, that, that really made no sense because that alienated the Iraqis away from us and is driving Iraq back into the arms of Iran, which is not what we, you, Great Britain, the United States, all of us in the coalition, we didn't want that. That was the whole point of this thing. <laughs> so it's, listen, this is a reflection of Trump, and he's going to wrap himself in the American flag. And mm -hmm. if American soldiers died tonight, 
then there'll be more retaliation because of that. I mean, you can just see it. And do you think he would have the support of... America's a big country, so this is a slightly vague question, but do you think he'd have the support of American citizens if he came out tomorrow and said, you know what, we're going to war, we're sending our men and our women over there, and this is now war? Would, would, would people, would the public support him? I don't think they'd support that. I don't think he, he can do that politically. I don't think he'll do it. I think on the killing of Soleimani, there's been a poll done. I've only seen one since it happened where 53% of the country thought it was good to kill that guy, and 38% did not, and 18% were undecided. Now, what? there'll be more polling. We, we poll like crazy over here. And after this thing and the dust settles, you know, we'll see if the American people favor more retaliation. Um. But no, I don't think there's any appetite. In fact, I guarantee you, there is no political appetite among the people or the Congress to go into what you described, a land war in back over there. I think we've done three of them, really, or four. And, and Trump ran on getting us out of the Middle East. And here we go. We're sending more troops back over there and doing this. I, I, in the long run, I don't think it's a plus. John, I really appreciate talking to you. I really appreciate your, your thoughts and your insights into this, and maybe we'll speak again. Thank you so much. If you need, if you need me, I'm here. Thank you, John. Really appreciate it. Okay. I've, I've heard you a lot on the radio, so it's uh, nice. John Le Boutillier. That's great, there. Thank you very much. Amy, if you'd like to thank our guests. Thank, oh, he's got Thank you very much. Well done, Catherine. Wow. Um, that was a surprise. He puts it down to Trump's mental illness and arrogance. I wasn't expecting that from no. a Republican. Jeez, man. And I've got a lot of people. Here's the thing. I'm staying calm. Bobby will come back to you in a second. I'm getting a few texts and tweets. Um, Cara Marie says, very little scares me, but this is terrifying. Not showing uh, fear in front of your children is so hard. They are teens, so know the facts. I'm trying to play it down, um, but they have social media. So much for teaching them. Violence is never the answer. I get why this is scary. I get why this is scary. And it's partly scary because it's happening at 25 to 1 on a Tuesday night, right? And we're still coming out of that Christmas thing, that New Year's thing. So we've not quite got back into the routine, okay? Try not to be scared. Easier said than done. Try not to be scared. At this precise moment in time, we are completely safe. And we are in no danger whatsoever, okay? Um... But it's tough. Try and focus on the, the things we talked about earlier, the, the, the gratitude list. That's always a help. I was speaking to Bobby before we spoke to our guest. Bobby's back. Hello, Bobby. Hello. Thank you for your patience. So go on, sorry, what, okay. were, you, what were you saying? Um, I'm not really surprised, to be honest. Yeah. Um, ever since uh, he was elected, um, he's upset people. Um, he upset Russia, he upset North Korea, which, okay, has been dealt with, but it was a matter of time, really, before someone was like, no, this is not okay. Um, so I'm not surprised whatsoever. Um, I am worried because, as you said about Boris Johnson, and he's kind of in Trump's back pocket a bit, I think. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he did it yeah. just to get his trade deals and well, this sort is, of keep this Trump is, happy. This is the worry. You know, I suspect Europe is going to want to stay well out of this. And, of course, we are moving away from Europe and we are moving closer to America, and I do just worry it's going to be a 
dick measuring competition to a certain extent. Excuse my turn of phrase, but I do worry that it's going to be... Well, of course, we'll, we'll help you out if we can get these trade deals. Do, do you know what I mean, Catherine? Is, do, do, I don't I, wanna... I, I'm afraid I think I do know what you mean. Yeah. I was thinking about um, there was an embarrassing moment that people were talking about a lot on social media over Christmas. Yeah. Um, an embarrassing moment for Melania Trump when she was asked by reporters what her resolute New Year's resolution would be. And she said, peace for the world. And immediately she was standing next to her husband and he said, oh, no, 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 we don't say those out loud. And he said, but I can tell you we have a really good resolution and it's a resolution for our country. And doesn't that sound... <laughs> like foreboding Bobby, when you realise what's gone on since. Bobby, thank you very much. Let's go to uh, Alfred. Good evening, Alfred. Hi, good evening. Hello, Hello Alfred. Hello, Alfred. Hi. Um, uh, hi, good evening. I'm here. Yes, I know. We're talking to you. All right. Um, I just wanted to put another <laughs> angle on this um, Trump business and this um, general. Yes. I don't think it's got anything to do with Trump. It's going to do with uh, politics. It's a strategic military decision. No, Trump, Trump, mate, Trump was given a list of options, and yeah. he, picked, he picked this one. Trump, with no military um, training, who uh, um, avoided the draft to join the military, Trump mm. chose this one to and, attack... And he bypassed his Congress. Yeah, then. yeah. He chose to, he chose to, to um, attack that general and kill that general. Okay, but I think this one, this decision, this decision was already taken to take out this man because this man is a linchpin. He no, is the. He, he, he is, literally made the decision a couple a week or so ago. Not Trump. This, this decision. Yes, no, no, Alfred. Alfred, these are the, these. Are, here's the thing. We, we we're going to deal with with facts when we can. The mm. fact is. Uh, after an attack on uh, a, a U.S. base, he, Trump was given a list of mm. options. One mm. of them was this, to, to kill Soleimani, an option that he had turned down in the past. He mm. chose that option. Mm. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who, who was Suleiman? What was he before they decided to take him <laughs> I don't, out? I don't know. I, this is it. I don't know. I'm, this is why I'm here and I'm learning. Uh, so Suleiman was the main major linchpin as far as the Iranian uh, military was concerned. He, the, he, he provided his logistics, the military support, everything with everything that has to do with Iranian military around the Middle East. He was the main man. It's only recently that the world is beginning to know his importance. Okay. And for if they if they if they take him out, they've they were set back Iran's. Military capability for probably a whole year. Okay, hang on one second. Alfred Catherine wants to this say This is from uh, CNN. Uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo on Tuesday defended the basis for killing Iran Iranian General Qasem Soleimani because of a threat of immediate strike, but declined to present any evidence, saying President Donald Trump's decision was, and I quote, entirely legal. So why wouldn't they present evidence if it's obvious that this guy was dangerous? Uh, because, uh, it's, it's not uh, whatever evidence they have that he was planning it, what they are doing is not because he's, I don't believe because he's, he's going to be an immediate... Do, so you, you, you think they should have killed this guy, right? Um, if, if, if you look at back in history... Do uh, you, no, 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 I don't want to do history, I want to do now. Do you think, Alfred, they should have killed this guy, yeah? Yes or uh, no? For, mili for military reasons, yeah? Yes, do, you, do you feel, this precise second in time, do you feel safer now? Yeah, I feel safer. You feel safer now? I feel very sad because I feel that they have taken back <laughs> Iran's military capability. I wonder how those I wonder how those troops are feeling in that base that's being attacked by
by Iran's weakened military capabilities. I wonder if they're feeling safer. Iran, Iran is going to retaliate, but they are not going to retaliate with the amount of power they would have if this guy was still They alive. fired possibly 30 missiles at a military base. Hmm. So th- that's their weakened military, is it? Well, well what, what I'm saying is, in wars, you sometimes have to take out the person at the top. So we're at war now. You're open. Huh? We're, we're at war now, are we, Alfred? Well, what do you think this is? This is a what is the war? You, don't you have to declare war before you start killing heads of state? Um, or, or important linchpins. He's no, not a head of state. In, of in the, in the, during the Second World War, there were so many attacks. We're not in the Second. We're not fighting. We're not fighting the Nazis. I'm not going to. I'm not going to allow. With respect, I am not going to allow that comparison. Why? Because this situation is America killing Soleimani is nothing like um, us uh, fighting the Nazis. So who was, so who is Suleiman? What is this? I, 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 we're going round in circles, Alfred, but just to clarify, you feel safer tonight? I've always felt safe. Great. Thank you very much indeed. 0344 499 You do have to wonder, what, are these people listening to, to it when we're doing which beetle would you ha- beat in a fight? <laughs> and they're just waiting for this. Tom, stay there. You're next. This is Talk Radio. Moonlit musings for mums, madams, Ooh. and meat packers. Oh, never mind. I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. There we go. Um, gosh. This is a big old, uh, big old evening, but it may not be as big as everyone is, is, it may not be as big as some people are thinking. So we are trying on this show, and there will be other shows on other stations and on this station possibly that try and get you a little bit scared and try and just stir the pot a little bit. We're not doing that. We're trying to go on the facts. Would I have asked, would you want Boris Johnson to get us involved? Because I feel that is a, Relevant kind of question. Um, I'd love it as well if you want to phone in and give us your three things that you are grateful for. Now is a really good time to do stuff like that. It's a really centering exercise to do. Let's see if you just want to phone in. I'm getting a few texts and a few tweets from people that are scared. I get it. I get it. And I'd be lying if I didn't say, you know, if during the break I wasn't thinking about my kids. Of course. Um, but let's try and stay as calm as we can. Keep listening to Talk Radio. Daryl Morris will, um, as, as well as his usual stuff, will be keeping an eye on this throughout the uh, the evening. And I think it's worth listening to Daryl as opposed to going to another radio station in as much as he'll be doing a similar thing to us in that he won't be doing it to deliberately scare you. He'll be getting facts and he'll be getting opinions but he's great in that he will be doing it in a very calm, in a very rational manner. It's not my job or Catherine's job or his job to try and scare you, okay? Whereas other people elsewhere, they might get a little, you know, they might be being encouraged to do that. 0344 499 Let's go to Tom. Good evening, Tom. Good evening. Hello, Tom. I what have you got for us? I don't scare anyone either. Because well, then don't. Um, you, you spoke very rationally about the situation in this world. And um, I, I'd like, like to say, just like, 
yeah, there's, there's bad people, there's good people. There's, like, you're a good person. You present your radio show very well. Thank you, Tom. But, but with sense, there is just, you need to take stock at some points. You need to just realise, like, and it's scary, possibly. How are you feeling? How are you feeling, Tom? How am I feeling right now? Yeah. Um, Got a nice buzz scared, going? Scared, to be honest. I work in adult social care. Right. And uh, I, I look after various people. And um, So why are you scared? Why am I scared? I'm scared for... England going forward, basically, because I I lived out out of the country for a few years. Yeah. I lived in Australia. I care about Australia, obviously, yeah. because of They're my terrible time, my yeah. contacts. Yeah, and if you can just give a shout out for that, because I big up Australia. Things. Yeah, but in terms of what you're doing today, it's scary. Like when you think about how it can impact myself, yourself. Can I ask you a very mm. personal question that might seem mm. rude? Okay. But and and if this is in any way rude or you don't want to answer it, you tell me to get lost, right? But mm. I am noticing ever such a slight almost indetectable, but I can detect it because I've got really good headphones on, a little slurring with your voice. Can I ask, do you have a speech impediment? Or are you drunk? No, I've got slight speech impediment. I do apologise in that case, then. I do apologise. I I hope that didn't make you feel uncomfortable. Because you know what it's like. We do a late-night show, and sometimes we get people that are a little bit tipsy phoning up. And I just wanted to check... Mm. I hope that's not offended you, Tom. No, no, that's that's okay because um, yeah, I've spent many a year away away from England. Mark, can I make a suggestion? Mm. Go to bed. Go to bed. Mm. Go to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed. You sound tired, man. Go to bed. Go to bed. There's nothing we. You, there's nothing you can do tonight. Go to bed. But what's best is for guys like you to speak about issues that, yeah. that I care about. Yeah, and that's what Ooh. I do. But but tonight tonight's a weird old night. I'm finishing in ten minutes. Daryl will be on. Go to bed. Go to bed. Have a rest. Right. It's a stressful day. Try and get some sleep, my friend. And maybe we'll speak tomorrow. Right. Take care. Right. Take care. Bye Thank bye. you, Tom. Take care. Um, let's go to Roy. Good evening, Roy. Good evening, Ian. Hello, Catherine. Hiya. What can we do for you, Roy? I, do, I know you haven't got much time left. I, it's, it's always bugged me. I, I wanted to talk about the bigger picture, really. Why do, why do we keep still going into these countries? Um, for, for example, Iraq, at the time of weapons of mass destruction, there was a big thing about whether it's a war for oil 
or its weapons of mass destruction. So, do we do we know what that was now? You know, 10, 15 years later. Well, we know it wasn't weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, so we know it wasn't. So what was it? Do you know, Roy, can I just say something? I hope this doesn't sound flippant. Do you know who yeah. I miss? <laughs> Go on. Hans Blix. Do you remember Hans Blix? I remember the name. He I was the guy. He may have passed now because he was quite old. He was the um, inspector from, I think, the UN yeah. that That's was right. going around Iraq and was going, I'm looking at everything and I can't find any WMDs. And Tony Blair and George W. Bush are going, no, we, we think they're there. And they pulled him out of Iraq and he got he came out very angrily said you need to let me keep doing this I'm doing my job and I could potentially stop a war and they pulled him out and hands blicks we all should have listened I sometimes think about him Roy and I sometimes think we should all be a bit more hands blicks and yeah. speak our truth even if you know people in power the prime minister and the president disagree with it um I do think about hands blicks a lot I think he may have passed away I'm not sure um I don't know, Roy. The, the conclusion... I, I know I was against that war, and a lot of people were against that war, and we were lied to. Yeah. And, ha you know, it's happening again, isn't it? And, and it, it keeps happening. Um, after, you know, the empire and all that... No, we're not. We're not welcome in this country. <laughs> we're not. Um, and our army, our military, the army, navy, and, and RF, while they are some of the best trained military personnel in the world, it is smaller than it has ever been. Yeah. And you know, you're right. I, I do wonder why we. I agree with you. Why do we get involved in these things? I'm really hoping that we don't get involved in this. Yeah. So can I can I just ask if anyone knows if any of your uh, listeners know um, since the war in Iraq, do we know who's in charge of the oil there now? That's a good question. I, 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 yeah, I don't. It would be interesting to know what what kind of deal uh, the West cut to, with that oil, and there, there will have been some deal. Of course, there will. Yeah, because um, you know a friend of a friend is a um, you know he's an army guy, and now he's. Um, protecting American businessmen in Iraq. And I think there's a lot of that going on. And I'd be very interested to know what sort, who's in charge of the oil wells and where's the revenue going. Roy, thank you very much. I'm going to move on because I want to get in one more caller before Daryl comes in. Good evening, Stuart. Good evening, Ian. How are you? I'm all right. I'm, you know, I'm a little bit more nervous than I was an hour ago, but I'm all right, actually. How are you feeling? Yeah, more nervous than normal, but then we've got a couple of kids who are under 15, so... That's yeah, it's it. their future, isn't it? That's it. It's, it's, being, it's being a parent, I think, is, yeah. is creating the nervousness more than the actual specifics of what's going on. What do you want to say, Stuart? I mean, there's a few things. It's obviously it's, it's Donald Trump's war. Um, Boris will roll over and play the puppy dog that Tony Blair did for Bush previously. You know, it, it, it's, all, it's all the way it has been before. But I just don't understand why the war was... Well, I'm going to call it a war. It's not a war yet, but it will become that. Um, but why we've entered into this situation, um, other than the millions of barrels of oil that has now appeared from nowhere... Well, I don't know. I don't know if Iran is oil. I don't know if Iran. Here's my knowledge of the Middle East is so so limited. I don't know if Iran is a huge oil producer. This just feels like 
well, I mean, our guest, who is a Republican, called it Trump's mental illness. I don't know if I'd say that. But it certainly feels like this is just Trump's ego and his desire to deflect from impeachment and, and the election. Kath's got something. The Catherine. latest, oh, this is from the 14th of November. The latest OPEC monthly report published November 14th says that not only Iran's oil production fell in the first 10 months of 2019, but also the price of the most exported type of Iranian oil fell. So it's not going to be a, I don't know what that means. Are you saying that it's not You're a massive oil thing or it could there, be? Or? There, does it seem from this that the oil um, feels, industry there is flourishing? It feels like ego and it feels like arrogance, Stuart, at the moment. And um, that's, that's what is making me uncomfortable, I think. But that is November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the last week since Trump killed, assassinated whichever inverted commas we need to use to make it a political killing, Iran came out and said, we've increased our oil fields right. by a third. Right, right, right. Sure, listen, I've got, I've got to end it there. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, my knowledge in this whole area is limited. Catherine, thank you for getting that guest. He was great. Thanks to our colleagues next door who helped me our out. colleagues next door, Daryl Morris is, is now... Daryl Morris. I, I like that shirt, Daryl. Thanks, guys. A very pale green. Oh, is that a farrah? Oh, it is a farrah. Sweet. It's a farrah. I own two farrahs. Uh, actually, and that's that's it. That's my whole wardrobe because I can't oh, afford anything else. To be yeah. on a Ridiculous amount of money. Um, I guess you're going to be talking about yeah, Iran, well, America. Indeed, yeah. We'll um, we'll keep an eye on this story. Paul Conyu is going to be with us in a couple of minutes. He's to, good. He is really good. Yeah, uh, to sort of take stock of, um, of of well, a couple of things really. Kind of what happens next, I guess, is the is the big question. Trying to preempt and anticipate uh, Donald Trump's next move. Well, you know, I guess that's the, the, the try, situation try and preempt what a three year old's going to do next. That's what it feels like. Yeah, you know? exactly. Well, I'm going to get into that a bit after one. That you know, this is the scary element of this really, and there's, the, there are lots of scary elements. Is it's a battle of uh, temperaments um, between two people who have no temperament, who have very, very bad temperaments. Uh, so, you know, this is, that's the, that's, you know, that's, that's the situation that we're in. Uh, we'll take stock of that and, uh, and where that leads us. Uh, but Paul will, uh, will have his take on that. Oh, by the, by the way, I, I love Hans Blitz. I'm a big fan, Hans Blitz fan also. Yeah, yeah. Think and about him a lot, actually. He's very well. He's alive. Is he? He's 91 years old, Hans he must Blitz. be in his 90s. Yeah, he is. I do think about him a lot. Uh, and I just remember, at the time, so many people going, let him do his job! Yeah. He's, he let him do his job! Yeah. And he came out and he was furious. He was, he was sort of one of the, one of the chief characters, wasn't he, in that mm. period of time. Yeah. And but also Raggy Omar, do you remember Raggy Omar? Yeah. Yeah. He was never off the telly, was he, yeah. for, for a good, like, six months during that period. I'll tell you another hero of mine from slightly earlier, Red O'Dare. Oh, right. He was the guy, if there was an oil rig that was on fire, yeah, they'd there. get Red O'Dare it's out. Like a super <laughs> fireman. Get out there and put, they put it out and rescue people and all of that stuff. Where is Red O'Dare now? Is Where he? is Red O'Dare? Red O'Dare. <laughs> um, thank you for saying nice things about us the other day on Twitter. I saw Hey, that that's and, okay. Uh, I mean it. It's all hearted. I wasn't just fishing for likes. It was, was, uh... <laughs> thank you. I'm you're just going to play it by ear tonight and see if, uh, what yeah, happens. Well, listen, we'll keep, we'll keep an eye on it. We're, we've got a couple of other bits going on as well. We're going to talk about the death of the Saturday job, uh, which has been kind of in the oh, news. Um, that's a good one. Why less teenagers are are taking on Saturday jobs and if it matters really I mean I just you know because I did but then you know they're all making a million out of Instagram aren't they so I walked past the top shop I used to work in on a Saturday the other day closed oh well there you go it's nine o'clock at night what do you expect <laughs> we will be back tonight God willing stay tuned to Daryl this is Talk Radio The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio